to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. In fact, you testified that you were, quote, shocked when you saw press when you were leaving the courthouse. Yes? Yes. You weren't shocked at all, though, were you? Uh, incorrect. It was horrifying. You knew the horrifying. press would be at the courthouse, right, Ms. Hurd? No. Well, you did bring your publicist to the courthouse with you on May 27, 2016, didn't you? I sure did. I'm a public figure. I brought my publicist in case it blew up. In case. You and actually had alerted TMZ that you would be filing a TRO against Mr. Depp that very no, day, I didn't, didn't you? No, I did the not. The one day you didn't bother to wear makeup to cover up the mark on your face. I did not call TMZ or any other news source or paparazzi source. No one. Well, I you never heard did testimony that. from former TMZ employee Morgan Tremaine yesterday, correct? Did I hear his testimony? Yes. Yes, I was here. here. Yeah. And you heard Mr. Tremaine's testimony that he knew to dispatch the paparazzi to the courthouse on May 27th, right? Yeah. You called him a sellout. I just disagree. Right, Ms. Hurd? Um, you well, called I, him a sellout, right, Ms. Hurd? I called him a lot of ugly things. And a joke. I called him a lot of ugly things. You called him a joke on that recording. You called him a washed up piece of shit. I think we both called each other that on that uh, occasion, yes. Mr. Depp mentions Aquaman, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Mr. Depp got you that role in Aquaman, didn't he? Excuse me? Mr. Depp got you that role in Aquaman, didn't he? No, Miss Vasquez, I got myself that role by auditioning. That's Mr. how Mr. That Depp works. says, quote, your jealousy is so tragic. I heard him say that, yes. You were the jealous one in this relationship, weren't you, Miss Heard? I think he was indicating I was jealous of his career. Career? Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Hello, and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And, of course, I have to wait for my birthday for Paul to finally come and make himself available to record. Mm. (laughs) We're recording this the day after my birthday, but, you know, I'm just teasing him. Now, mind you, uh, for long-term listeners of the show, we, we still haven't gone out for my birthday from like two or three years ago <laughs> you were gonna get me a drink are you gonna bring this shit up again oh i see how you are it's like mm-hmm. that promise is now three years old or two it's at least two years old maybe three because i don't think we would have like suggested going out during the pandemic so i think i think that i think your promise is three, <laughs> it's three years old where we were going to finally see, go out and we don't go looks out down the hallway looks down the hallway to a room that has a kid in it hmm. yeah you didn't have I a kid three years ago <laughs> That's true, but I do now. So there you go. <laughs> First, there was the pandemic, then I had well, a kid. Well, wait a minute. That's not true. That's not true. I have a 16. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. You have an older son, but even at 13, I mean, he could have, a couple of years ago, he could have, you know. But yes, uh, but the promise. This truly is two strangers on podcast. You know, like you know, you always see like people on TV, and you're like, oh, they probably hang out and stuff like that, and they don't. They just work together and they go and live their lives. Um, but you know, had to take had to take my birthday. For us to go, like, okay, let's record now. And then now, if I'm not mistaken, your birthday's in about two weeks, yes? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. June babies. And I don't know what it is about. What is it about October that made all our parents so fucking horny? Because, because uh-huh. <laughs> I like on Facebook, I have so many 
the June birthdays. I, I think I literally have like a birthday almost every day in June of someone that I know. And not, you know, and not even like, oh, this is somebody that like, you know, I met once and got their face. But, you know, fr- like friends and people that I've known for years, uh, you know, we just all of, you know, I have two of my childhood friends have birthdays in June and, and your birthdays in June and other high school friends of mine have birthdays in June. I don't know. What is it about October? Right. If I'm not mistaken, right. October, don't, November, December. Don't, don't remind me. Don't remind me that I'm getting older. Okay. That's all I need you to do. Oh. Don't remind me of it. Well, I'm 45. That blows my fucking mind when I think about it. Like, I'm an old-ass man. And, like, this year... Okay, obviously, look, my father passed away, so he's not sending me a a gift or anything like that. But, like, my mom sent me a card with nothing. Like, just a card. Like, no money. (laughs) And I'm like, I guess I'm officially an old man where I can't even get money money in my birthday card. But in all fairness, in all fairness, uh, you know, as I've been documenting my trials and tribulations on this podcast, I did start working a couple about two months ago and um you know i put on a, you know i put on fucking weight during the pandemic so my mom did help me out like buying clothes for my new job so uh you know i mean you know and you know decent uh business casual clothes in my size is not cheap and all for them <laughs> all for them to say okay you can work from home now <laughs> and they said i was the quickest person that they ever trained to work from home Wow. Uh, out of like you know, and, and mind you like i have one of one of the people that trains me has been there like 14 years and she's an older woman and she comes into work because she wants to she doesn't have to she just i guess you know there's an age you get where you have to get out of your house you're gonna fucking kill somebody so uh but like my boss said that when they trained me like i was the fastest person but then again you know i have you know my current job i have i have knowledge from my old job when i was working as an independent contractor so they didn't have to like, you know, hold my hand. Um, and so, you know, and, and, and what's, and it's a good job, but it's a funny thing. You know, my mom spent, a lot, my mom did spend a lot of money, uh, helping me get, uh, work clothes, nice work clothes <laughs> off of them to turn around and go, uh, you know, you have to come and look, you know, that shit could turn around any day now. A lot of people are returning back to the offices. So, I mean, at any day, my boss can say, Hey, look, everybody's got to come in the office. Fuck you. So let me, let me enjoy it while I can where I can, you know. I can sit, scratch my balls, and work at the same time. Oh, uh, Jesus <laughs> but yeah, I'm 45. And then what you turn? What 36? Uh, well, thank you for making me younger than I am. Yeah, yeah I'm 38. <gasps> 38? Oh, okay. I don't. I, I, I got. I'm gonna Okay, so 38. You know, that's not old, but that's. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Okay? <laughs> but um, speaking of getting old. Uh, with this podcast being 10 years old and, and if to the audience, I don't, if I sound a little different, maybe I don't, maybe I do. Um, I'm finally using a new microphone. Uh, well, new as in not very much used. Um, for years, people have made jokes about the microphone that I had for the podcast, old Betsy. <laughs> and it's the podcast it wasn't the original first first uh microphone i had for the show because i kind of you know in the beginning you're trying to find your sound and, and all this other stuff it was this m audio microphone cost me like 90 bucks or 100 dollars or something like that and um after a while i think when when Kristen was still like the co-host i had bought one for her to use and uh then obviously she left the show and never used it so i was holding on to that i've been holding on to that microphone for 10 years so sometimes it helps to be a fucking hoarder um 
I had let you borrow this mic for a little while. You'd used it for a little while, and I think then you got your situation all taken care of. So after 10 years, old Betsy uh, has been uh, has been retired. I am on an old mic, but the funny thing is it's the exact same mic. It's just less abused. I mean, it, it looks pretty. It looks nice, you know. And it, you know, for all intents and purposes, it is, is it is brand new. It probably has, you know, 10 hours of use on it before I ever got to it. But, uh, you know, so if, if I sound different and, you know, with the old mic, maybe if I, if I find somebody, if there's anybody out there who's very secure with their electronical knowledge, because I'm pretty sure it's just like a loose wire because, um, it works fine. But if the, if the USB cord is moved in the, in the slightest bit, it gets a hum on it. And I'm pretty sure that's just some like, very easily repairable thing. So if anybody's out there that has that kind of knowledge, you know, I'll I'll throw you a couple bucks just because you know I want I want the mic to work just for sentimental reasons, you know. And technically it does still work, but you know, like when you have to hold the mic the exact, you know, you have to hold get the wire in the exact same way, like you know, perfect and can't fucking breathe and make scares that you're scared that it's gonna get disconnected or it's gonna connect and have like a hum on it, you know, that's annoying. But if anybody has any kind of anybody else has some secure electronics knowledge uh, of wiring and it can't be that fucking hard because it's basically just a recording element and then whatever and, I, and i've opened it up and all it is is just once again the microphone the actual microphone then a little um you know little board and then the usb interface i mean there, it isn't much so uh if anybody's out there please reach out to me. i would love to restore betsy um okay where were we where we left off last ball uh, the summer's now here. Who knows? Summer's in full <laughs> swing. I mean, uh, I'm sitting here with my sweaty balls. Uh, that's the one thing. It's funny. Like, they finally go, oh, okay, you, you don't have to come into work. You don't have to come into the actual building to work. But the one thing that was actually nice was I was in a air nice air-conditioned fucking building. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it, like, it, like, it was, like, I kept a, I, every day I brought my uh, a sweater with me. You know, it was that chilly that, and and, and nothing's stopping me from, uh, like, like I, my boss said, I could come into work anytime I like. It's not like I have to work from home. But, you know, I think, you know, if, if we start, you know, getting in the upper 90s and shit like that, you know, I may have to, you know, I mean, okay, I have to sweat it out, driving, you know, <laughs> putting on the, the dress shirt and the dress pants, going to the building and stuff like that. But once I'm in the building, I'll be nice and chill. So, uh, you know, I don't want to sit here all day and run, like, run the air conditioning on, on, on my own bill, <laughs> on my own dime. Oh, sure you do. Fuck that. Oh, sure you do. But if it gets, but then, like I said, it's it's like, do I be lazy and hot, or do I get my ass out of, get my ass in the car and actually <laughs> drive to work and, and and sit in the air conditioner? You know, the after way after ways the pros and cons, and especially with the price of gas, who knows? Maybe I should just sit my ass at home. Um, and 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 luckily, and that's you know, in this fucking crazy economy and shit like that, at least you know, I'm not driving. I mean, my work is close to my house anyway, but you know, like, well, I end up do have to drive anyway because I have to pick up my daughter from her after school program, <laughs> but. You know, it's pretty much like the same, like the commute I would have been making. Um, where, okay, speaking of gas prices, and, you know, ridiculous. And, you know, I have an old friend of mine that's on Facebook. This is a guy I grew up with. And uh, when I finally moved out of my mother's house, this was the guy I moved in with. You know, we were bachelors together, you know, first bachelor pad. Um, I had moved out to Pennsylvania when I moved out of my mom's house. I mean, okay, yeah, technically I lived across the street with my uncle for a little while, but that doesn't count. That's not, <laughs> that's not living here when you could just cross the street and get a home cooked meal and cross the street and let mom, have mom do your laundry. That's one thing. But, 
Uh, but the first time, like, I moved out of my house, like, for real, for real, moved, you know, an hour and a half away, 100 miles away, and living in Pennsylvania. Um, eh, you know, this is my old roommate, and, uh, you know, we're friends. We obviously, you know, we work together. We live together. Uh, we had uh, his wife. His current wife is or was a very close friend of my ex-wife, which was kind of weird. Like after, ew. yeah, after me and my ex-wife, after me and my my ex-wife, you know, after we got divorced, like he had disappeared on social media. Like he kind of started to ignore me. And you know what? I understand it. His wife is my ex's best friend or close friend. So, I, you know, I'm not going to have him rock the boat. That's, you know, I'm not going to have him fuck up his, his home life, uh, you know, just to get in contact with him. <laughs> Well, he's come out of the fucking woodwork, and uh, this motherfucker is a fucking full-on Trump supporter. Like, you know, and part of, like, you know, he moved out to Pennsylvania, and then, like, you know, with life, he moved further south. <laughs> I mean, not that Pennsylvania south, but, I mean, you know, he he moved further away from New York. This is a guy who grew up in New York City, grew up in the projects in New York City, and uh, full-on, full-on Trump supporter. And it's weird because, like, you know, and I'm, I make... I make anti-Trump posts and he responds to every single one and he has to give his two cents and stuff like that. And it puts me in a weird position because like, you know, this is a guy I grew up with and, and he's my friend. And like I said, we live together, you know, shit, you know, if I was still married to my ex-wife, you know, our, 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 we were friends and our, 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 our spouses were friends, you know, before any of us were even together and full on Trump supporter. So he's one of those guys that is, and then when he posts, now, mind you, when he posts, I don't fucking comment at all, you know, about all the gas prices being the way they are because of Biden. And uh, <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes if I make a really good point on one of my posts, he won't respond because he knows he, he has nothing to say about it. And I had put out, you know, it was like different articles and mostly from like Bloomberg.com. And not that not that um, but Bloomberg.com, it's not going to lean left, <laughs> if anything, if anything, Bloomberg would lean right. But I think, but it was also like, it was like Bloomberg Economics, the page. And it was different articles about how the price of gas is rising in South America, how the price of gas is rising in Canada, how the price of gas is rising in Europe. And like, and I posted like each of those articles with the, with the headline or, you know, with the, with the, with the comment, you know, those Canadians, you know, <laughs> that's what those Canadians get for voting for Biden. <laughs> that's what those Europeans get for voting for Biden. You know, that's what those South Americans get for voting for Biden. <laughs> you know, it's not, you know, these people are, are so stuck on the narrative that it's Joe Biden that's raising these prices. For some weird logic, it has to do with the XL pipeline being shut down. And that's why, you know, mm -hmm. and, and magically the whole fucking world has, has high gas prices all because of Joe Biden and not because greedy companies who have been taking a hit in the pocket for the past two years because of the pandemic and less people on the road. And now that people, now that people are slowly making their way back out in the world and, and traveling, and and commuting and going to back to work and, and offices like I mentioned I mentioned earlier it's not like it, yeah it, oh no it certainly wouldn't be all these companies taking advantage of people leaving their houses now because you know you know things have chilled out enough where people aren't dying you know by the fucking millions and uh, you know he's full on sold that this is all Biden's fault and you know hashtag let's go Brandon it's like and I'm like why like why are we even friends on fucking Facebook why are you following I mean, and I'm two seconds away from unfriending him just because I don't want to fight with my friend. You know, other than that, like I said, we have we have history together. But it's sort of weird that like, you know, and OK, like it'd be one thing like, OK, my dad, my dad loved Trump. <laughs> but 
that my dad's my dad. <laughs> He's blood. I, I had to deal with my father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was, you know, that, you know, here's someone who I, I choose to let interact with my life. And for some reason, everything, every time I mention anything anti-Trump, He's the first one on board. Everything's Biden's fault, and that's why inflation's going up. It's all Biden's fault. And when gas is going up, it's all Biden's fault. It's like Biden doesn't. Biden doesn't. <laughs> Biden's an old man who doesn't know what the fuck is going on. It's not his. It's not his fault. <clears throat> and uh, so, uh, I think we they tomorrow while we're recording this or whatever <clears throat> they were supposed to have the next January six hearings. You know, they had mm-hmm. the one last week. And, uh, you know, they, they had hired, like, I guess they had hired, like, people from news organizations, but people that are, are, people that are known for editing stuff for the, for the news. You know, they had hired companies that, that work for news companies, but, you know, to have, you know, it's weird that it's, that this is like a, a government thing, but they're like, they're, they're programming it almost as if, like, it's a, it's a, prime, having it in prime time, which makes sense. Why, you know, if you're going to have hearings, have it at night where most people would see it. Because if they had the, the hearings during the day, people are at work and people can't really watch it. And people aren't going to. Nobody's re- going to pay attention. No one's going to rewatch a, a, you know, right. a two, three hour event or whatever that's all about the government. But, uh, you know, the crazy, um, you know, the body cam footage from the cops and, and watching the crowd like fucking just, you know, have no respect for the cops and pushing them down and trying to take their batons and stuff like that. And, you know, and it's funny because, you know, the, these are the people who, who scream about Antifa and, you know, and how it's Antifa or anti-cops or whatever. But, you know, we're the, these all the, these all people waving Trump flags and trying to hit cops with Trump flags and wearing MAGA hats. And, and, and you know, and it's funny how all of a sudden, you know, all these people who are blue lives matter, blue lives matter. All of a sudden, blue lives don't matter when you're trying to, you know, break into the fucking uh, <laughs> break into the Capitol. And uh, and try to over- illegally overturn the election, and um, you know all this footage and and all these all this testimony. It's so weird that these people, like all these people in Trump's circle, and maybe not his immediate, maybe not the immediate people, like obviously not like Rudy Giuliani and shit like that, but all these other people who were like Republicans, but like not be- you know like Republicans before Trump, like you know politicians before Trump. And like he came in and they kind of said, okay, he's the boss now, so we can have to run with him. But like everyone was telling him, like, dude, you got to tell these fucking people to go the fuck home. You know, like so many people, you know, even Fox News people, <laughs> you know, they, they subpoenaed phone records. And you got these Fox News people who are usually the, 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 the main people flying the flag of, you know, the, the, the you know, Republican Party, who in reality, we saw that they were actually kind of level headed, you know, behind closed doors. <laughs> They were actually human beings for two seconds saying, this is fucking madness, and you have to say something to stop it. And and Trump just didn't listen. Trump just, just wanted to, uh, you know, he wanted the job so bad that, you know, he was look, he was willing to just overlook the fucking rule of the land and the law of the land. And, you know, and, and, and you know, things got to the point where the fucking, you know, he didn't care if people wanted to hang my pence. And it's so, it just blows my mind how, like, head up his ass he was i guess be the best. i can't think of any other way you know his head you know and and it's so fucking dangerous and that it would think that we still have people who, who love this guy and think everything he says is fucking gospel and like even people in his own circle even people like you know real genuine people who unfortunately you know they put they buried their heads in the fucking sand but you know they try to advise them they try to say call these people off and and you should speak up now and you know 
I mean, you know, in, in some, you know, <laughs> in the multiverse of madness, you know, there's an alternate timeline where fucking Mike Pence is being hung. <laughs> you know, Mike Pence is hung in the fucking town square or, or like, what's it called? It's called like Peace Square or Peace Search. Like, that area is actually called like Peace. You know, the, the funny thing, like that area where the people were gathering that started the riot was actually it's called Peace Square. So I forgot the exact name, but it's, you know, it's it's ironic that it has a name. But, you know, there's an alternate reality where the ex vice president of the United States would be hanging from his fucking neck in the gallows and Trump would still be fucking president. You know, that's that's, that's yeah. what these people fucking wanted. And it's yeah. fucking scary, you know, and like, you know, and, and that there's there's people who don't that that doesn't bother them. And there's people that are like and then and then like my buddy and like I've seen and on, seen on on the Internet, like people are like they're just waving it off like, oh, whatever. This is old news. Like they're brushing it off. Yeah, yeah. So Trump, yeah, and and like people who love Trump would say, yeah, yeah, he wanted them to come and so and 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 kill Mike Pence and 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 overturn the election and and, and yeah. So what? Trump deserves to be president. <laughs> you know, saying that they, they have like this is old news, and I'm like, I can't believe these people are being so fucking nonchalant about like the fucking death of democracy just because they like their guy, <laughs> you know, because they want to own lib so fucking bad that. They don't mind destroying our way of life to fucking get it. And, uh, you know, it just blows my mind. Um, uh, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I've moved on from a lot of that bullshit because, <clears throat> you know, after what happened with me, I kind of just, I needed to have some calm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even really watch CNN on the regular anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I've said that already, but it's just, you know, I can't really think of, of Trump. I can't really think of, like, whatever, because... We did. We did what we needed to do. We got rid of him. It, it makes me laugh when how people, how stupid people are when they're sitting there going, well, why, "Why can't Biden do more? Why can't Biden lower the price of gas? Why can't Biden do this or that or the other?" And I'm sitting here literally looking at the screen, going, "You realize the president has no power. Yeah, no power. We All you can do is you can make suggestions, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, basically, the, the, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what the president does." He's basically our representative. So each of our states has a representative. Each of our fucking districts, so to speak, has a representative. Mm-hmm. Um, the president is the representative of the whole United States. He has no power. Mm-hmm. You keep blaming a guy or eventually will be a woman that has no fucking power. You're blaming people that you're blaming these these two figureheads that are just there to make sure that we don't ruffle anybody's feathers. Trump didn't do that very well. That's why we got rid of his ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, and, you know, it, it makes me laugh when I hear, well, Biden, Biden made the price of gas go up. Okay, my next question, how? Yeah. Well, it's a Democrat in the office. Okay, what does that make? That doesn't make a difference. Continue. Yeah. Did, did, did Biden go over and say, hey, raise the price of gasoline? No. What is he? What is he, stupid? That's like a Republican going overseas and being like, fuck you, don't raise the price of gas. Like, that's no, it doesn't happen like that, you know? Yeah. So you want change, why don't you vote some of the Republicans out and get rid of everybody, get rid of most of these Republicans and give the Senate to the Democrats so they can actually do law? Because you can't do shit when you have a 50-49 majority. I'm sorry. It's, that's just how it is. And people don't, people don't educate themselves. It's just, dude, I was saying the other day, I was saying to a customer the other day that came into one of my jobs, like, I wish I could be as old as I am right now 
and be living in the 90s again because yeah. we never had any issues. We never had any of these fucking school shootings. We never had any of these fucking high gas prices and shit. Dude, when I was, when I was what, uh, when I started driving at the age of 16, 17, mm-hmm. I remember it being like, what, between $1.50 and $2.00. Mm-hmm. The price of gas, I could take $20, like, no joke, I could take $20 and fill up my fucking tank. Mm-hmm. Like, now, you can't even do that. Like, I'm I'm literally sitting here looking at my, looking all around being like, I might as well just fucking stay home at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of those things where you sit there and you go, okay, what do I, what, what do we do now? Like... What can we do when overseas? They're the reason why our prices are high. Oh, by the way, it's nine dollars in fucking Canada right now, and it's <laughs> way the fuck more over in Europe. But there again, in Europe, they're using diesel and electric more than we are. Yeah. You know. So, you know, it, it, it just at this point, I try to tune it out a lot because I'm just gonna get pissed and annoyed about stupid shit that I don't even need to do, need to be worried about. I got. I'm gonna focus in on my family i'm gonna focus in on my life and say fuck it to the rest of everything else because nothing else really matters at this point everybody else is fucking stupid they don't know what the fuck they're doing and now we're basically dealing with this stuff you know so but it is what it is you know there's there's chris you know there are some times where i sit there and i go i really wish we would have had another shutdown okay because because then we would be home and we wouldn't have to deal with half of this shit. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I mean it's it's the it's the comp- it's the gas companies clearly fucking taking advantage of, you know, the world going trying to go back to normal because they've taken a hit in the fucking pocket for the past 2 years. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so and 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 really uh, with the, you know, with things really that bad for them, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like not like uh, you didn't hear like gas gas companies going out of business and shit like that over the past two years, but you know they really want they really you know vampires and they fucking you know they 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 want their fucking cut and since they didn't get their cut for two years now we're all gonna have to fucking pay the price for it and uh, and it's funny like uh, not funny uh, you had mentioned you stopped watching CNN and I had heard because I don't I don't watch CNN not that I don't care to watch CNN I just I don't have like streaming cable TV or whatever. So, um, but, uh, they said that CNN has now removed the breaking news, you know, like, like, you know, like, and I swear, I think that breaking news thing started with the OJ Simpson trial or the, or like, even like the OJ Simpson, uh, from like the car chase, you know, it was breaking news and, you know, and you saw it and you fucking had to go and, and you, oh my God, get in front of the TV. And then, you know, then years after, you know, fucking OJ was like, you know, Columbine, and after Columbine, it was you know, uh, fucking you know, nine eleven, and, and like everything has been like breaking news, and it's so weird when like you know, and I had noticed that when I worked at um, I had worked at Radio Shack, and they used to have like the only there was a couple of like approved channels that you can watch, and I think one was CNN, the other was, was uh, uh, ESPN which was sports. And of course, all my coworkers like to watch sports. I fucking hated it. So I like, I had, I put on CNN. You, know, you couldn't just put on anything. You couldn't just put like an HBO in case there's like cursing and stuff like that. I would put on CNN. But of course, you know, there's that whole thing of like breaking news and it comes up on the screen. And, and like, you know, there's a little twinch in the back of your head. Like what the fuck's going on? Breaking news. Oh my God. You know, you know, 
Al Qaeda again? Is it, <laughs> you know, is it, uh, you know, who, you know, is another fucking school shooting? Is it, you know, everything was always fucking breaking news that, that finally after fucking, what, 25 years that, you know, this is OJ Simpson trial, they finally realized that, you know, breaking news doesn't have the, uh, the oomph that it used to have or, you know, they abused it too much. And, you know, you know, it's not like, oh, breaking news, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian breaks up with Kanye West or some shit like that. That is not fucking breaking news. It's not breaking news needs to be, you know, holy shit, you know, <laughs> America's under attack, <laughs> whether it be from Al Qaeda or fucking, you know, Al Cracker, um, meal team six, <laughs> uh, you know, that I, that, you know, I'm kind of glad that they gave up the whole like breaking news and hopefully use it when it's actually appropriate, when it is literally breaking news and actual, you know, important shit that's, you know, scary and, and, and we need to be made aware of. And, uh, and I had mentioned the school shootings, and I think since the last episode, I mean, it, you know, it's been a while because it was well over a month. You know, we had the bu- shooting out in Buffalo, which is, you know, about an hour away from us. So, I mean, it's not like it's next door, but, you know, that's our area of the woods. And, uh, you know, I guess it was a, a Topps uh, supermarket in a black neighborhood. And a guy came from the fucking, you know, out in the sticks, you know, some country fucking part of, of New York to go to the Topps and, and, and shoot people. and, and you know, and it's weird that it's so close to, I mean, it's close to home. Obviously, uh, the Uvalde, Uvalde shooting with the kids and it's like every fucking parent, you know, like that's like, you know, every parent's nightmare, you know, to, to lose your kids and then like, you know, and to lose your kids. So like, like, you know, for no reason, I mean, not that there's, and there's no reason a child should die, but I'm saying is that like, you know, if, you know, if you were, you know, if you were, I don't know. You were doing something stupid. You're on an airplane or something like that. And, and, you know, and, and you died, you know, it's like, Hey, then don't fucking get on a plane or some shit like that. But these kids were just going to school and, uh, you know, it breaks my fucking heart. And, you know, and I see these kids and they're like, they're younger than my daughter. And, uh, and, and don't get me wrong. Okay. Fucking Rochester has enough fucking gun violence as it is. Uh, I follow this kid on, on Facebook and he's, he's a local kid. And he's, he's like, he's like a teenager now, or he's like in his, I think he's like 18, 19 now, but he's been doing this for a couple of years where he'll go where there's been, he, he's like a, he's like a local reporter and he streams live to Facebook, but he's, he's not, you know, he's just a kid. He's just a kid with his phone uh, streaming. And I don't know, I guess maybe he has a, maybe he listens to the scanner or some shit like that, but he's always there like right when like fucking like when cops get there and uh, he streams on Facebook. And most of the shit that he does, and I say shit, I don't mean it's like that. I, actually, I respect this kid, and and I get, I give him his props for what he does and respect. And you know, I, I guess he's building himself a, a decent career when he gets older to be like a, a more recognized journalist. But he's literally been doing this since he was a teenager. And most of the things he goes to respond to is shootings. And let me tell you, this kid posts damn near every day in Rochester. Because there's shootings here in Rochester. And, and of course, like, you know, it's obviously, yes, it is a huge tragedy when it's a single shooter walking into a fucking school and ki- killing children. That's a horrible tragedy. But, you know, just in Rochester alone, there are local shootings every fucking day, you know. And I don't live in the best of neighborhoods. You know, last year, last year alone, two people were shot on my block. And, uh, you know, and it's like... The, the gun, there's just, there's just the gun problem just, it blows my mind. And, and I'm in this weird place because, you know, my, my father, my father had a ton of guns. I was raised with guns in the house, but you know, my father taught me to respect the weapon. 
and, and, and taught me about like responsible ownership and operation of a gun. And, you know, there are, you know, and, you know, I have to forget that the whole world doesn't have the same way I was raised. You know, some people, you know, just because, you know, the, you know, just because the Second Amendment says you can have a gun, you know, there's people, you know, just, just, you know, you can go to a fucking gun show and buy a fucking gun. You can go to a fucking, you know, and all it takes is just not, ha- you, know, you know, a couple of bucks and not having a criminal record. You know what I'm saying? And and just because you don't have a criminal record doesn't mean you aren't a fucking criminal. <laughs> it just means you haven't been shot. You know, and not to mention that, you know, and, and I think this is the deal in Rochester is all the illegal guns that are coming into Rochester are not from Rochester. They're coming in from other states, primarily from the south. You know, like, you know, I, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, you know, there there is a big business of buying guns downstate. You know, I don't know how they, they, whatever, you know, then those guns somehow magically end up up here. And I'm pretty sure, you know, there's people driving. And that's the shit that pisses me off is that, you know, like I drive and like I went down to New York City a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, you see these state troopers, you see these state troopers. And it's like, you know, state troopers, you know, they pull over, you know, I mean, it's, look, it's been a while since I've been pulled over by a state trooper. But I'm saying you get pulled over, you know, because your fucking inspection sticker is like you know you were supposed to get an inspection a month ago or some shit like that you just weren't paying attention you know why why, where the fuck is all these state troopers between here and whatever southern states because once again these guns aren't coming from new york state they're not they have to be coming from out of state you know you know these state troopers you know the stop you know why is it you know you ever you know you go on certain places here in the city where you're going on certain highways that technically are are the jurisdiction of the state police and you'll make a turn just to get on that road. And then like the police, the police all have like a, you know, there's like three or four state troopers, three or four state car, you know, state trooper cars. And like, they're checking people's fucking licenses and all this shit. And I'm like, you know, you guys should be stopping the fucking, the, the, the flood of guns that are coming to, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Maybe the piece of shit or the pieces of pieces of shit who are bringing guns into Rochester are following the letter, letter of the law. Like when it comes to driving their cars and shit. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, it would it would behoove them <laughs> when they're illegally smuggling their guns to drive nicely and to have their inspection stickers up to date and to make sure that their lights aren't out so they can, you know, continue to flood the streets of Rochester with fucking guns where, you know, of course, yes, it's a tragedy what happened in Evalde and it's a tragedy what happened in fucking Tops, but people are getting shot every fucking day. You know, I I make sure on the, on the off nights that I happen to be watching broadcast news, as soon as the news turns on, like... I turn it off. I can't watch the news because they always start. It's always the first few shows. It's always the first few stories on the news. There's always this person got shot, that person got shot, you know, and that's how they hook you in. And I'm tired of the fucking bad news. I'm tired of, you know, and, you know, and I, on this street and that street. And I know that street. I drive on that street every fucking day, <laughs> you know, you know, so, you know, most, sometimes, you know, once after I've picked up my daughter, I'm driving down that block or whatever. And, uh, you know, just, you know, the, the, the guns in this country, and yes, we do have a right to have guns, and and but the shit that's going on is like ridiculous, you know. And and I saw this, and my friend, the one that I had issues with, who who uh, who uh, you know was very much a Trump supporter, he had posted this video and it was about a guy like saying like, oh, you you know, they, an AR-15 is not an assault rifle. You know, if you took the AR-15 into battle, you're a fool. And all this shit, yeah, but it's not. Nobody's taking the AR-15 into battle. People are taking the AR-15 into fucking churches. And, and and supermarkets and fucking schools, you know, with a gun like that, you know, that's uh, semi-automatic. And, 
it just, it, you know, these people, you know, oh, if, if you take our guns, you're just, you're, if you make guns illegal, you're only, if you make guns criminal, only criminals will have guns. And I, a little bit, I understand where they're coming from, but dude, you know, we need a regulation, you know, and okay, it's, we don't have a, a, a First Amendment right or Second Amendment right, or Third Amendment, you know, we don't have, you know, it's not in the Bill of Rights that you can drive a car. It's not. Driving a car is a privilege. But, you know, we have to have insurance and we have to have this. And, you know, and I've, I know we've said this on the show before, but it's sort of like, you know, for all the fucking requirements that, you know, it takes to have a car. And, you know, a car is not a, I mean, okay, yes, a car can be lethal. But, I mean, for most parts, you know, when a car is lethal, it's usually by accident. Um, you know, for, for all the regulations that we have, we, yeah, it's like, yes, you, you should legally be able to get a gun. But it's like, you know. When is when is enough enough? When do you have enough? And why do you need such high-powered weapons? Yes, I understand that you want to um you want to defend yourself, but you don't need a room full of fucking guns. You know and these people that you know they're 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 stockpiling guns like a fucking war is coming, and it's scary. It's scary as fuck that there's people that even have that kind of mentality. And you know and once again it's overkill. You know there's you are one person. You don't need a room full of fifty guns. You know, and and oh, for my family, well, you know, your family hasn't, your your son didn't buy that gun, your wife didn't buy that gun, you are responsible for that gun, and 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 you know, these gun shows and no background checks and shit like that. You know, what, you know, if you have a criminal record, maybe you shouldn't have a gun. You know, yes, you had a right to have a gun until you broke the law. <laughs> now you lost that right. The same way, like felons, and okay, you know, uh, like felons can't vote. Felons can't, uh, you know, until they fulfill certain requirements, they can't have their driver's license, um, you know, shit like that. You know, once you break the law, hey, you know what? There goes, there goes your rights. You know, then, you know, a felon lose, you know, a guy that's in jail loses their consent to have sex. You know, what I'm saying like having sex with an inmate's a felony. You know, uh, shit like that. You know, you, you lose your right to having a minimum wage. That's why they pay fucking inmates in jail twenty five cents an hour. Because they're not legally protected by the law anymore. They're now felons and they change their status, you know. And of course, you know, you can get around that by, you know, you can go into the streets and buy a gun. But, you know, fucking, at least try to make it fucking hard. Put a, put a little fucking, a little fucking common sense into trying to keep the hands, the guns out of hands of fucking psychos and maniacs. And then, you know, and then, uh, and then my buddy was like, oh, this is a, it's not a gun problem. It's a mental health problem. Yeah. And the Republicans have been cutting funding. Whenever the Republicans are in office, all they want to do is cut funding to health and mental health, and and you know they oh they don't want big government, no big government, and oh, I don't want my money to go to wealth, you know my money's going to welfare and all the. Sometimes that welfare <laughs> that you don't want going to people is people that are stressed the fuck out because their jobs aren't paying them shit and they don't have proper fucking mental health and they're doing crazy fucking shit because you know that 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 you kiss the asses of billionaires. And, and you let billionaires get away with fucking not paying their taxes, and you vote for politicians that make the laws that say the billionaires don't have to pay their fucking taxes because you're scared of Muslims and you're scared of Mexicans and you're scared of gay people that you put the wrong fucking politicians in 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 charge and they allow the corporations to fuck employees further and further and further that you know that it gets to the point where. The person who needs the mental health the most isn't getting isn't getting mental health, and they're going to do something stupid and use their first amendment, second amendment right to get a fucking gun and do something incredibly fucking stupid. <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox. Um, are you sure? <laughs> I know, so I want them to take a drink. All right. 
let's talk about something a little less damning. The Johnny Depp <laughs> Amber Heard trial. Um, one of the good things of working from home is, uh, you know, like most people when they're at work, you know, they'll listen to music, uh, or whatever. With my job, you know, I can listen to podcasts. I can listen. And it's a weird thing because my computer, I sign into like a virtual private network at my job. So I can't, I don't have access to every site. Like I could have just put on uh, Netflix on my computer if I wanted to, because when I'm using my computer from work, I'm signed into their network and it won't. <laughs> Not that I haven't tried. And of course, nothing stops me from either having Netflix on my phone or, <laughs> or bringing my other laptop out and using watching Netflix on that. But I don't do that. I don't, I don't watch Netflix a lot at work, Paul, because I'm busy working. Um, <laughs> That's a lie. But that being said, you know, I listen to podcasts. Um, but one of the sites that I can access is YouTube. And, and YouTube, you know, all the major news sites have, uh, have a streaming, you know, a lot of all the major news sites have, <coughs> you know, when something <clears throat> like that, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial goes on, um, well, they'll just stream it live and you could watch it live. So I'll have that playing in the background because, you know, you don't have to see anything. You just got to listen to people talking. So like every bit of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, I watched live <laughs> or I listened to live while it happened, while I was working. And, um, you know, taking in all the crazy shit. Amber Heard's a crazy fucking bitch. That's just, <laughs> I guess that's, that's the long or short of it. Uh, she's pretty. She's been pretty her whole, whole life. People have been kissing her ass her whole life. And she found her, she found her sugar daddy in Johnny Depp. And, you know, she was an aspiring actress who, like, did not work at all until she finally got with Johnny Depp. And, um, this is the shit that blew my mind on, on top of everything else. You know, and, and of course, the big story, oh, she's shit in his bed. Okay, fine. That's, that's a, you know, okay, yes, that happened and it's ridiculous, but there's so much more other shit that this fucking chick did. Um, so Johnny Depp, on top of having his own private fucking island in Los Angeles, uh, whatever building it is, this motherfucker has five penthouse apartments. Now, I don't know the exact story behind that, but I think I think it has to do with something like, well, if you own all the apartments on the floor, nobody nobody's going to come to your floor unless there's somebody who knows you. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, so, like you can have a penthouse on the left and a penthouse on the right. You know, and, and, you know, if, if you don't own the penthouse on the right and you own the penthouse on the left, yeah, you may have to see the people who live in the penthouse on the right coming in and out. <laughs> so I right. think, I think Johnny Depp bought all these fucking penthouses so he could have them all so he can have his own space. And if he wants to play music, he can fucking play music as loud as he can. He would go crazy because he's his own neighbor. <laughs> you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about noise. And of course he has the luxury. And, and, of, and of course that's just mind blowingly, uh, uh, extravagant <laughs> you know um so all right so he gets with amber heard and once again this motherfucker owns five penthouses in beverly hills in los angeles the richest fucking neighborhood in the world or whatever one of the richest neighborhoods uh, besides fucking you know in the saudi arabia and fucking you know in in, in in united arab emirates and shit like that you know besides people that are oil barons and shit like that one of the most expensive places in to live in the world so of the five fucking penthouses that he had, four of them, all the other four that they did not live in, him and Amber Heard, were occupied by her friends who live there for free. So not only did she get her fucking hooks in him, she got all her fucking friends on the bandwagon. Mm. And, 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 and these people were living, once again, in a penthouse in Beverly Hills for free. The funny thing is that if you noticed, 
<laughs> when they when they called on one of her friends, the Roxy or Rocky or some shit like that, she she took Johnny's side. <laughs> you know, uh, up until all this time, they kept talking about this is Amber's best friend, Amber's best friend. Yeah, you know, your loyalty when the time comes, like you could either be a friend or you could continue living in this fucking Beverly Hills uh, penthouse. <laughs> and uh, so she had all her not all her friends, but I'm saying she had her friends move in and occupy the other four fucking apartments. And that's mentioned that, you know, Johnny Depp is gone months out of the year filming movies. Mm -hmm. When he's not there, he's on his own fucking private island. So imagine that, you know, you're, imagine, you know, just because your friend is sucking a dick of some (laughs) millionaire actor, you know, you can fucking go and move into Beverly Hills. And then, and once again, and they had asked him, what is this, what is this person paying? What are they compensating you for to live there? And he goes, nothing. There's Amber, they're Amber's friends. And, uh, you know, like one of them, like the guy's like, oh, he's a chef or whatever. Yeah, but okay, fine. You may be working as a chef. No chef, you know, <laughs> unless you're like, you know, Bobby Flay or some shit like that. You're not fucking living in a penthouse in fucking Beverly Hills. And, and that's, that's, what, that's what Johnny said. He goes, oh, this guy was a chef. And on occasion, he'd make us a meal. Occasionally make you a meal? And I'm living in a penthouse in Beverly Hills? I will fucking... <laughs> I he will... was making him more meals, but yeah, continue. <laughs> I'd, I'd kill... Uh, endangered birds with my bare hands <laughs> and spoon feed you their fucking their, their their meat um so you know all her friends were living there and uh you know then you know it comes out you know basically you know they have you know and at the weird i'm surprised that they like I, I don't know what the deal is with california with like recording conversations without the other person's knowledge but they were both recording each other but it's funny because like even in her own even in her own clips that she recorded herself she damned herself in her own clips, some of them, you know, saying that she hit Johnny in the face and that's all this stuff. And she's like, yeah, I hit you. And then like her argument was, oh, I hit you, but I didn't hit you hard. Or like, I'm a woman and I can't hit you that hard or some shit like, you know, like, I'm like, but you still fucking hit him. And then you and, and mind you, this is her. This is shit she was recording. I mean, he had, he had recorded her on stuff also. But the stuff that 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 she was like, the stuff that she used was damning herself. So when all of a sudden, yeah, but well, well, I gotta stop you because mm-hmm. um, you're starting to sound like one of those Johnny Depp. I'm sucking his dick fans. Okay, <laughs> I hate to say that, but that's what you sound. I like. mean, I look. I was never. I was never like a diehard Johnny Depp fan. I mean, I like like Edward what? Scissorhands and, and. So uh, <laughs> if you were if you were to look at this in an objective way, you would see that both of these motherfuckers were bad in this relationship. Yeah, maybe maybe Johnny let Amber do a little bit more than what, you know, he should have. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, as us men fucking do that when we have a hot chick, I hate to say that. Um I mean, you probably have done it too, so I I you know, it is what it is. Um point I'm trying to make. Look look at what happened with Chris Brown and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. So, we remember Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna in public. Mhm. Dude got tired of her shit, beat the crap out of her. Years later, you found out that the relationship was toxic on both sides. Oh, yeah. Where she was actually beating the fuck out of him, and, you know, it was just a, a toxic relationship all around. Mm-hmm. Dude, th- if this relationship doesn't scream that, I don't know what does. Oh, They're yeah. both fucking guilty. Yeah, he, both he was a piece of guilty, shit. Dude. Yeah, no, he's a... No, but oh, yeah, he was a... But he's... A, but, but he wasn't an abusive piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Mm. I mean, I don't think he was an. Ab- I don't think I, I'm going to be honest with you. He wasn't hit her because dinner was cold. One. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even 
can't even. I can't even. I don't even have a thing to say against them. I'm just saying is that like you know this was I'll write the kisser. They had, you know, I mean they had a volatile relationship. Not to mention that he oh. stays blitzed on fucking drugs. You know, I mean this oh, guy yeah. he's high oh, yeah. all the time. He's he's he, there's more time that he's high than he's time that he's not high. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to get to. And I mean, I, I honestly think that they both. Okay, let's let's just play devil's advocate. Let's say both of them mm-hmm. at some point hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say they smacked each other once. Okay, that's not abuse. That's not them beating each other. That's unfortunately that's just them being stupid. Um, I mean, the fact that they had to record each other makes you sit there and go, why are we even having this trial? <laughs> Because if I'm a juror on there, I'm literally going to look at both of them and be like, you're both guilty. Next case. Because, and and here's another thing that that kills me too. Because we live in such a, I was thinking about this the other day. We live in such a political environment. I don't even trust our our fucking court system anymore. Mm -hmm. So when the UK court, um, um, what was it? They, um, they were all for Amber, if I'm not mistaken. They, they 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 gave it to her. I don't know. I don't remember if she filed or he did the exact same thing he did here in the United States. But you know, filed you know filed for that, and the judge was like, "No, you definitely said a lot of shit about Amber." Um, you know, it, it makes me sit there and go, "So if the UK court found that he was being stupid, why did the United States court not come up with the same conclusion?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you telling me that the United States court saw something completely different than the UK court? Or was it that the jury just... We worshipped our celebrities. Again, they weren't... Yeah, they, they weren't sequestered. So you're sitting there going... And that that's one part I agree with Amber on, is they weren't sequestered. They weren't, you know, away from their phones or, their, or the TVs or whatever. You sit there and you go... You, you, reward, you awarded Johnny. You awarded her. Yeah, you gave Johnny more money, but you you basically said that they both did something wrong here. Mm-hmm. Why are we? Why did you award him more? Why didn't you just do it equally? You pay five million, you pay five million. Oh, by the way, that cuts everything off. Next case, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it just, it, it, dude, it screamed, it screamed not only like fucking politics, but what we see on fucking Twitter every day. Oh, this happened. Oh, we're gonna blow it up into fifty things. I mean, Vince McMahon right now getting his his get the story of the night. Vince McMahon got his head in an affair with a woman. Oh, by the way, he wasn't with his wife, so how is it an affair? Oh, and by the way, yeah, he gave this woman three million dollars apparently, but it was out of his own pocket and not shareholders' funds. I mean, yeah, okay, fine. He he did something with a woman, and yeah, he paid her off, and he made her sign an NDA, but. If he wasn't with if he wasn't with his current wife, then what's the issue here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I you know it, it's it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, ugh, you know, yeah. I just I just get again. That's why I kind of try to detach myself a lot because I'm just sitting here looking at my phone, going, <laughs> okay. Well, the thing like, is that like, okay, so he, you know, once again, I agree with you. He is Johnny Jepp is a giant piece of shit. And it's sort of like, I'm not pro-Johnny as much as I am anti-Amber. Like, okay, like right now in the basketball, the basketball playoffs they're having right now, and I don't follow basketball, I can give two shits, but it's like it's like Boston versus San Francisco in basketball, right? Now, I hate Boston. <laughs> so by, by default, I'm cheering for the Golden State Warriors or whatever because I hate Boston so much. 
because I'm from New York City and I'm, that's my job to hate Boston. Right. So it's sort of like I'm not pro Johnny as I'm, I'm anti Amber Heard because I'm anti like this was a crazy bitch who got her fucking hooks into a fucking old guy and and used him for her career and 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 the funny thing is like I loved when Johnny Depp's lawyer that oh she's so hot uh, Camille Vasquez oh um, she was smoking fucking hot but she was and she was like real nasty to Amber and I loved it and she's like. Uh, oh, you got that role in Aquaman too because Johnny Depp, right? You know, and then Amber Heard was like, "Oh, I got it because I'm a great actress." And she's, like, "No, you got that role because Johnny Depp, right?" Like she repeated like four or five times, just looking. It was so funny to watch Amber Depp uh, squirm. And then also like when they had, uh, there was a situation where she, oh boy, we have thunderstorms out here. Um, yeah, where uh, she, uh, they alleged that she got hit by Johnny Depp. And then they called the cops, and then hours later they called the cops again. Well, I mean, whatever happened there. So the cops come, and so the, they're they're uh, interviewing the cops there for the case. And like the funny thing is, like, okay, before that night, before this whole trial, before this whole thing, did you know who Amber Heard was? <laughs> and uh, like these two cops, I said no, and I love how like like you know these characters, like, the cameras went right to Amber as soon as they answered those questions. It's so funny to watch her like. I mean, she was trying her best not to, like, look uncomfortable, but, like, you know, nobody knew and nobody cared who the fuck you were until you got with Johnny Depp. And then it turns out, you know, she's fucked around with a lot of, you know, she messed around with Elon Musk for a little while. And she had messed around with a couple other, like, celebrities and shit like that. But, like, you know, no one knew or cared who the fuck she was until she got with Johnny Depp. And that, you know, it translated to her being in Aquaman 2. And, uh, you know, I just love when... So once again, it's not that I'm pro Johnny as I am Amber, anti Amber Heard. And then, like, once again, he's this giant piece of shit. Now, look, I haven't watched any of the, I think I may have watched maybe one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I don't, you know, I don't watch them. There's people who love those movies. Obviously, it's a very money making large franchise for Disney Corporation. Um, You know, for all all these people who fell in love with him, he was blitzed out of his fucking mind. (laughs) For all the, this guy's taking more. This guy does more co- cocaine that comes out of fucking Colombia, and somehow had a whole franchise on his back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. and it's and it and it kills me too because <laughs> like, well, Johnny didn't do anything wrong. Well, then why is he over there snorting cocaine? <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, Chris. If me and you right now went up on Twitter and said that, our fucking Twitters would be ripped for the next couple days because we're anti Johnny Depp, even though we're just making a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. It's it's one of those things where it's just like there are sometimes I, I put so I, I go to put something on Twitter and I'm like I'm not gonna do that because I'm just gonna get the ripped for no reason I'm gonna get ripped for no reason even though I'm probably right that's the thing dude like you know I would never want to be a fucking celebrity never because <laughs> look at what happens look at what fucking happens I've said so much shit especially on this fucking podcast that I could never be anything. I can never be really famous because yeah. anybody could just listen to this podcast and I'd be canceled in a fucking heartbeat. You know, if if, if like you know if, if people are gonna cancel for shit they said nine years ago on Twitter, here I got shit on a fucking podcast that's like, <laughs> in my voice and people could hear it. Um, but the only thing is, okay, and this will be like my last bit on it is that you know because of her accusations, he was dropped from the he was dropped from the from the pirates movies and he was in the running to get $20 million for that movie. And because of her and her bullshit, yes, he was a piece of shit, junkie, alcoholic, but he kept the franchise on his back. He kept the franchise on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Those movies are nothing without him. 
and uh, he was in line to make $20 million for the next movie. Her bullshit cost him that. And even if, like, Disney takes him back or whatever, it's probably, I don't, I don't, or maybe the controversy, maybe, maybe, maybe controversy sells, and maybe if he, if they, if they did magically decide to bring him back and put him in the next movie, maybe people will come out just to kind of like, you know, like this is Johnny Depp's first movie since the trial or whatever. But, you know, shit, you know, they said, oh, what? She owes him $15 million, you know, but he, owe, no, excuse me, I think it was $17 million she owes him, but then he has to pay her $2 million. So I guess that cancels each other out, so whatever, but I mean, still only $15 million. She cost him a, at least a $20 million gig, not to mention whatever other movies, you know, he wasn't just doing Pirates of the Caribbean, he was doing other movies, so she might have cost him other possible shit that we'll never know about because yep. those people are like, no, we're not going to touch Johnny Depp now because he's fucking toxic now. You know, before see, the truth came out that she's a fucking psycho. <laughs> but see, here's the. But see, I can flip that argument on you and be like, now Johnny Depp is doing it to her, and now by getting this lawsuit, he's just lost her the role in Aquaman too. Apparently, because we've been seeing whether it's true or not, they've already recast her and are trying to reshoot Aquaman too with somebody different. Hey, if look, that's they true. reshot. They they reshot Justice League. <laughs> And let me tell you, and DC, you know, I kind of had this in, in the nerdy news of the second part of the show. Fucking Ezra Miller, that fucking psycho, you know, kidnapping yeah. a girl and shit like that. Like DC, I don't know what the, f- <laughs> you know, and, and I guess I, don't, I didn't, I did not know this. I guess Ezra Miller pre- pre- prefers to be called they, them and not him. So if I say him, I don't mean to say him. Uh, they them dude, is a crazy motherfucker. Just, Whatever the fuck they're pronoun- away from him. He, he the, might touch you the wrong way. Whatever the fuck their pronoun is, uh, you know, uh, they had put, you know, they, remember they had Ezra Miller's like tweets and 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 talking to like the sheriff's department and all this other shit and, and kidnapping kid and breaking into people's houses in, in well, Hawaii. He, he actually he took down his Instagram because he was taunting the police apparently. Like, oh, you can't find me. Oh, you they can't were do taunting. this. And I'm sitting here. <laughs> Well, whatever, whatever. But you, you know what I'm saying, yeah, dude? Yeah. Like, it's just like you, you sit there and you look at that and you go, what? It's like between this, between the Amber Heard thing, yeah. between this the whole fucking, shitty... like, what's going on in the, what's going on in the wrestling world. Like, you're just sitting here going, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, but this you know, motherfucker, like, this Ezra Miller, and, uh, and motherfucker's gender neutral. <laughs> This motherfucker is going to fucking cost us the Flash movie that is supposed to be the movie that brings back fucking Michael Keaton. So, they, them is a fucking I mean, piece of shit. <laughs> I mean... Because I want my goddamn Michael Keaton return. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they, I, I get the feeling, dude, that you probably will still see that movie. But Ezra Miller ain't going to be the Flash after that. I, I, I almost, I, I will, I will guarantee you right now that that's probably, if... If I had to put money on it, they're either going to recast him with somebody completely new, or they're going to use the TV Flash as as that Flash. They could they could easily do either, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they, they um, have to throw a lot of money at it, but yeah, because people I mean, are going to go at, to see at, the return of Michael Keaton. I mean, I know we're talking. I mean, I know we're going to talk about nerdy news in in the second segment, but mm-hmm. I mean, look at what they're talking about with Superman. Uh, you know, Superman. They're they're thinking about bringing back um, what's his name? Henry Cavill again. Yeah, yeah, he's he's There's a good actor. A lot of they just just yeah. it was just Zack Snyder's the writers for those movies, and for, I don't think Zack Snyder dude, wrote them. To, he directed them. Dude, but they wanted to do a black Superman that was Clark Kent, and I'm literally looking I'm literally looking at this article article going, number one, you already have a black Superman. 
It's a different character. You've never told that fucking story. Oh, the Val's Don't odd. tell the story. Yeah. Like, dude, what? what uh, hello? Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to make a black Superman. You have a black Superman. Oh, by the way, do you remember Steel? Mm-hmm. That was a black Superman too at one point. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Like, you're, you, it's like I sit. I literally like sit here and bang my head on the on the fucking table sometimes because I see this stuff. That's why I got to ignore it because it gets so ridiculous after a while, Chris. It's just like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, like, oh my god, really? You know? So. Yeah. Well, this is. This is what happens when you fuck with the time la- the timeline. <laughs> Ezra Miller. <laughs> well, this is what happens. This is what happens when COVID gets involved, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's what this was saying. This is this is the darkest <laughs> timeline. This is you know the Flash. Ezra Miller went into the past to try to fix something and fucked everything up, and now now we're living with uh <laughs> now we're living with high gas prices and <laughs> insurrection. It's all Ezra Miller's fault. It's all no, they no, there's no, fault. It's all Biden's fault. It's all Biden's <laughs> fault. What are you talking about? All right. So. I think with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Farty. Maybe. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. And we're back. All right, Paul. So, and that's the funny thing is now that we hit the 10-year anniversary of the show, I don't, I know, I like having the break in the middle where we say we're going to break. I don't know if we're going to advertise anymore um, because, I, you know, I've we've been advertising, you know, for, for people for pretty much 10 years. And, uh, you know what, damn it, if they're not giving us money, fuck them. Yeah, it's sort of, I mean, I like the break there, and it kind of gives us a second to kind of just take a breath or whatever, um, and switch, ge- and give us a chance to switch gears. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I, you know, the couple things, you know, uh, that we did advertise, and, and, and they're friends, and I have no problem, you know, like, I have no, there's nothing, uh, nothing personal or anything like that, but you know, it's been a chunk out of the show, and I have to always edit them into the into the episodes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get into a pain in the ass. So when I say we'll be back, it's just sort of a a break for us to mentally shift gears and uh and 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 get shit in order. So I mean, don't be wrong, we're still up for advertising, and 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 maybe one day, you know, I still, you know, we we do this for the love of the game. You know, we do this. Obviously, I don't do this podcast for money or anything like that and basically uh, what chris is saying is he keeps forgetting to do a patreon i keep forgetting to set up a patreon but i mean obviously i mean we've been doing yeah. this for 10 years it's not like we're motivated by money to do this like i i, I love doing this because oh, i love I'm podcasting <laughs> what i'm saying i'm is, not i just do this to to you know vent my fucking frustrations honestly yeah. maybe that's why i haven't gotten a job yet oh my god okay it, it would be great no, if... i haven't gotten a new job oh yeah uh, i don't did you want to get into that or I don't, I don't I mean, know if it's your can. personal I mean, business. We kind of, we've, we've kind of been mixing it up a little bit. I mean, I won't get too super into this. Hopefully, by the time this podcast is out, I'll have a, a, a new job. That would be nice. I, you know, dude, like, I, mean, I, just brought up, I, had, I just didn't bring it up because I thought you didn't want to talk about it. But okay, feel, feel free to... No, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of <laughs> dabble into it a little bit. I mean, like, so I've, I've heard, you know, it's the job market right now. There's a, apparently there's a lot of people not wanting to go back to work, and apparently, um, apparently there's not just that, but there's also other things as well. So, for example, I've tried to hire people at one of my jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually hired a couple people that just they they don't even show up, or they make up excuses and you know oh I can't do this or I can't do that or whatever, and I'm just like okay. So what happens is, is, um, I get these people that, oh yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at the job, whatever. And then they don't even, I, I had one girl not even show up. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm starting to understand what people are saying. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to go get these jobs and I'm seeing there's got to be like a bunch of people applying for these jobs, dude, because I am having the hardest fucking time. I've only had one one job. Like I did a 10 minute interview and they offered me a job the next day. Like and that's that's after doing like 30 ap- over 30 applications, dude. And probably close to like five to 10 interviews. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Like, are you are you just picking shitty people or is there like a shitload of people actually applying and we're just not seeing that? Or, I, dude, I, I'm I'm willing to listen because I have no fucking idea. And I'm not a bad interviewer, dude. Like, I've done some really good fucking interviews, in my opinion. And I'm just sitting here going, what did I say? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what did I do? Did I just say one thing wrong? And you're like, oh, well, he said this slightly wrong, so I'm not going to hire you. It's like, mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's part of the reason why we haven't recorded until now because it's I've just been, dude, I've been depressed, man. Yeah, it's no, just, it, it burns you out. It really does with the job oh, search. Man. I mean, I know, like, you know, obviously, you know, with the, you know, with my, you know, talking about it on the podcast earlier this year, you know, from once to, you know, after after Uber destroying my fucking car, you know, putting so much wear mm-hmm. and tear that I couldn't, my car wasn't even drivable. And, and, and then, you know, trying to su- survive on whatever scraps that I had, you know, to finally get a job. Like I, and I know the, you know, like I, I totally understand the, the whole, like, you know, and I'd be applying for things online and then people getting back to you or, or they're not getting back to you or, you know, like the time that, you know, they, they said they were having like an online, what they called like online job fair or whatever. And they're interviewing people. Oh, those are terrible. Yeah. And it was sort of like, Oh yeah, you're online and 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 we're gonna interview you and, and be ready at one o'clock or whatever. So I sign in at one o'clock and it's like there was literally like six thousand people ahead of me. It was it said mm-hmm. you're like six thousandth in line, and I, I think they said the interviews went to like six. And I kept my computer signed on because they they had an option of like uh you know you can put in your your cell phone number and and we'll text you when you're like you know you know ten in line number ten in line or something like that. And so I did that. But I was like, there's no way. And I kept it, I kept, I kept it logged in till six o'clock because they were doing interviews for six o'clock. And by the time they got to six o'clock, they only got through like a couple hundred people, you know, <laughs> from six thousand. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like I, I, I did one online job fair the other day, put in my applications. I tried to message them, didn't get a response and I still haven't gotten a response. I'm like, okay, so this is basically useless to me so yeah, i mean think about it. if you got six thousand like, if you got six thousand people in fucking line or in, in queue or whatever yeah. i mean they, they can't get back to everybody i mean you know just not to make light of your situation i'm just saying is that you know like you literally can't get back to six thousand people but go on i'm sorry but but yeah i mean it, it, dude it's just been it, it burned me out to the point of where like i literally will, will only apply for like maybe one or two jobs a week if that because I'm like, I don't want to put myself in that situation where I'm I'm interviewing and then I'm burning myself out and I'm sitting here going, well, nobody wants me. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's a hard thing. Like when you have a bachelor's degree in business administration and you have, geez, I, I became a manager when I was like 19 years old, mm-hmm. uh, like almost 20 years of experience as a manager. Like you, you sit there and you go, you know, what is going on here? You know? Yeah. I like the the one job I told you about that I just interviewed actually I had a second interview today. I'm not gonna say that here on the podcast, but like I really want that job. 
Like I really want it, not just for the money, because but it's a good company to work for, mm-hmm. you know. And my and they and are the of king buddies, of burgers. No, I'm just. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm sorry. But, you know, here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. It's funny you say that. Have it your I way. I could probably. <laughs> sorry. I probably I probably could apply at McDonald's or Burger King or Taco Bell right now, and I would I guarantee you they would hire me in two seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. No. I, I was just being a dick. No, 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 no. I, I understand, but I, it's it's true, dude. I I don't want to deal with that bullshit. And then you and then you get you interview for these jobs, and like I'll give you. I, I'm not gonna say what the job was, but th- this one job I interviewed for, the owner's like, I had a great first in, over the phone interview. We did an in person interview. He was asking me like this weird thing, like, oh, you're not gonna blame me for it. I'm like, no. Why would I blame? Why would I blame you for something? You know. Or whatever. Like, I, I don't know why he was asking those questions. It was just really weird. Mm-hmm. Great pay, but he doesn't pay health insurance. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there like, and this insert store chain franchise, like, there's locations all over Rochester, all over the United States of America. It's used a lot. Um, and you, you, you sit there and you stop and think and go, why aren't you paying, you know, medical benefits? Why aren't you paying dental and all this like that just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. one one job is quote-unquote part-time that i applied for but it's not because it's over 32 hours and i'm getting benefits mm. so you sit there and you go okay this isn't making any sense you know mm-hmm. and then like there's there's like store manager positions like one that was sent to me tonight they're only paying like 16 to 18 dollars for an hour for that for a store manager position I'm like hell fucking no <laughs> like hell fucking no i'm not doing all this fucking work for that i'm just like sitting here going oh my god i'm just never going to i'm never going to you know leave this the the one job that i want to leave mm-hmm. the other one i like the other one i'm, I'm good with mm-hmm. um but i'm just like i i just and and i'll get into it on another podcast episode once i've hopefully you know moved on <laughs> Because then I don't want to talk about tea. it right now. <laughs> yeah, then I can spill the tea. And you know what? Unlike my, my previous spill the burgers. employer, I, actually, oh, I will actually tell you guys where I worked because I think then you're going to go, well, that was your fault, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, well, it really wasn't, but yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, man, it, it's I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there that are in the same boat as me, but it's just been really bad, dude. Like and, and here, here's the kicker. I got a referral link to work at that one company um, that I was talking to you about off the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't get that. I didn't get that one, but then I applied, I applied for like other positions in the company. Mm-hmm. And ironically, one of them that I applied for, I literally applied within two minutes. They called me mm-hmm. to set up an interview. I'm like, okay, all right. If that's, that's what you want. Okay. Like, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, like, so you won't hire somebody from a referral link, but you'll, if I do it directly, you might hire me. Like, I have no idea. (laughs) I'm, I'm literally like sitting here with my, my, my fingers crossed, like, please, please, please. But, you know, it's, it's just been really hard, dude. And, you know, I'm sure you've been sitting at home going, the fucking Paul, I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm going to throw him in a goddamn dumpster and set him on fire or something. (laughs) But dude, like you know, I mean, you've been there too. You you know what I'm talking about. There's been times where I'm like, hey, we can record. And you're just like, dude, I'm not feeling it. I'm I'm not in a good mood right now. 
So I think you understand. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So that's what's been going on with me. Um, but yeah. Gotcha. So. All right. So I guess you know to the nerdy oh, news. Oh, maybe we maybe oh. we should get into nerdy news. Let's talk. Let's talk about Kenobi because I've just watched episode five. Yeah, it's so fresh it's in my mind. Fresh in your mind. We're five episodes into, if I'm not mistaken, the next episode is the last episode. And Chris doesn't like the show. I want to like it. Chris doesn't I like the show. I love Star Wars. I've loved Star Wars my entire life, you know, through high school, way, obviously way before the Disney buyout, you know, in high school, I read easily 20, 25, 30 of their novels, you know, the extended universe crap. That, that was all thrown out the window uh, with the Disney buyout. You know, uh, when I was a kid, you know, I mean, I, I clearly remember seeing um, Empire Strikes Back, uh, you know, as a child. I, I remember going to the movie theater on 23rd Street in Manhattan with my family. I remember afterwards going, <laughs> I made a joke going to Burger King, but going to Burger King and getting like the Empire Strikes Back, gla- you know, the, the drinking glasses and shit like that. You know, I, I was, I, you know... For people who hate the Ewoks, you know, I saw Ewoks at the age of six. I fell in love with, and and I, I love Star Wars even before that because, you know, when my father used to, you know, like when I was good in school and stuff like that, like you know, my father would buy me like toys, and like I didn't give a shit about Luke Skywalker or Obi Wan Kenobi. I loved droids. I loved the robots. I loved the aliens. You know, they were cool looking, and they were like, you know, this is fucking awesome, and they're weird looking, and I love that. And I've loved Star Wars for years. You know, yes, okay, the, the prequels kind of broke my heart a little bit. The sequels, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I still think uh, uh, Ryan Johnson is 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 a fucking a menace to society and 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 should never be mentioned ever again. Um, but you know, I love Star Wars. You know, I I I really like the Mandalorian show. I you know, I thought Book of Boba Fett was okay. I obviously you know, I, my girlfriend is Ahsoka, so I mean, you know, you know, I have a special place in my heart, and I want to like this show. You know, the one thing, and I've said this a million times, and I always will say this, for all the hate that the prequels get, nobody, nobody hated Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I can't think of any fucking person that doesn't like him, or or at the very least, you either don't care, or you like him. Everything else, you know, yeah, fucking, you know, this guy's, you know, the, the uh, what's his face, Hayden Christensen's acting was horrible, uh, uh. Uh, what's her face is, you know, Padme, you know, she, her story, you know, she, not that she, her acting was bad because she's a good actress, but like, you know, they gave her horrible lines and I don't care how good of an actress you are, you can't deliver those shitty fucking lines, uh, good at all. And, you know, and, and even though the, the special effects are groundbreaking, you know, you know, these movies, are, you know, it was three actors on a giant blue stage and everything there was, was put in, in post-production. So it looks like, you know, the actors are trying their best to act to something that was never there. And, you know, but nobody, nobody has a problem with Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, he was, you know, the best part of those prequels. He was good in all three of the movies. And, you know, when they said, you know, I love The Mandalorian. I, you know, I, I dug Book of Boba Fett. And when they said, we're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi show, I was like, holy shit. It's about to get real. We're about to fucking, we're going to get that old school flavor. And, uh, and, and, and they're going to give us. And of course, you know, it's kind of. <laughs> We are painted in a corner because we obviously, you know, for fans of the Clone Wars, we've seen Obi-Wan Kenobi where he was in Clone Wars. 
and we've seen Obi-Wan Kenobi in in the first Star Wars movie, you know, episode four. So we know where he comes from. We know where he dies. So there's this weird kind of middle place where it's going to be hard to write for because we know the be- we know how it begins and we know how it ends or, you know, how we know where he was before. So I was hoping and praying that they would give us something that like would flip the whole fucking thing on its ear. That they would give us something that would like wow the shit out of us, like, oh, okay, now that now that you know they're gonna show you know take a look, at, oh, okay, now, wow, you know that that's that that's why he said this, that's why he did that, whatever the case may be, and, and it gives them a chance to kind of redeem the sequels because, look, people like Star Wars, but only the fans really watch the Clone Wars, and only the diehard fans watched like the later seasons of the Clone Wars. So when they introduce characters like the fucking Inquisitors, and of course, look, I understand uh, the actress, her name's Moses something or other. She's black. There was a giant fucking uh, 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 backlash against her being in the show. And there's tons of man, baby, racist pieces of shit who are horrible Star Wars fans and are harassing her and saying that she's the thing that's running. My problem isn't with the actress. My problem was with just introducing the Inquisitors at all. And yes, of course, they came from the show, and 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 they are the brainchild of Dave Filoni, and I do trust Dave Filoni. It's just the show is called Obi Wan Kenobi, not the Inquisitors. So why should I give a shit about this woman and her story when the show's called? Now I'm gonna now of course she's chasing Obi Wan, so obviously she's involved in his life, and 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 it doesn't hurt to get a little insight into the life of. The antagonist on the show, obviously the, I mean the big bad, not it's not really a spoiler anymore, but you know the big bad obviously is Darth Vader. Darth Vader's in this show. Uh, it's you know it's Hayden Christensen in the suit. Um, they have, uh, they took James Earl Jones's voice, and now they have enough computer electronics, uh, where because you know there's there's thousands of hours of James Earl Jones's voice from movies, and then also they said they got a majority of it because if you look if you know where to look for it. There, there's a there's a copy of the audiobook of the Bible with James Earl, James Earl Jones read the entire fucking Bible. So uh, they use that. You know, they have these computers now where you give them uh, sample recordings of people's voices and the computers can process it to the point where, you know, James Earl Jones, I hope he stays with us forever. But if he dies tomorrow, they will always have his voice in a computer somewhere where they can have Darth Vader say whatever the fuck they want because the computers are have have. There's, there's enough artificial intelligence right now. So the funny thing is, James Earl Jones is getting credit for his roles. He didn't go in to record anything. <laughs> this is it's all done on a computer right now. <laughs> the same way they had um when they had Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian when they brought back Luke, but they had him as young Luke. They didn't need they didn't need uh, Mark Hamill there. They just need an actor who kind of looks like Mark Hamill and then paint the face over him. So they have James Earl Jones's voice. Darth Vader's the big bad guy. Why? Why do I give a shit? Why would I give a shit about this Inquisitor and her fucking backstory and where she came from? And and, and I guess spoilers, you know, okay, she was one of, she was when, when Anakin was slaughtering the younglings, or I guess by that time he was already a technically Darth Vader just without the suit. He slaughtered younglings. She was a youngling. She escaped. And it seems like it's, it seems like that could be an interesting thing, but I don't think they, they haven't done anything with it. And, um, so I'm just a little upset that, like, when the show is called Obi-Wan Kenobi, that I have to fucking give two shits about the Inquisitor and her backstory and how she knows 
that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader because they, apparently that was a huge secret, you know. And um, by the time, one of the issues that I had with this show was that they had the episode where they, you know, where Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and, and uh, Darth Vader meet in the town. So now, of course, look, we know Darth Vader is the biggest, most evilest, most scariest motherfucker in the galaxy. And he doesn't flinch when it comes to uh, destroying planets because he needs to get some information from Leia. And we understand that the Empire being the Empire, you know, they've they've just they've slaughtered fucking uh, <laughs> they slaughtered planets uh, just for, you know, not for shits and giggles, but in in servitude to the Empire, people have to die. And we've seen in the movies <laughs> when uh, like these Imperial officers fuck up uh, Darth Vader would choke him out or he would, you know, he'd choke him out, you know, and then they give the guy the next promotion, you know, where it's like General Piet. Now it's Admiral Piet because he killed the other guy instead of him. I might be getting that wrong for you diehard nerds. But, you know, to see Darth Vader in a town, in this little like one horse town where he's looking for Obi-Wan and like these two people come running out of the house because I don't know, maybe they don't know who Darth Vader is or whatever, but to see him indiscriminately kill two quote unquote innocent people, which is funny because this is, once again, this is the biggest scumbag on the planet who doesn't, the biggest scumbag in the galaxy who doesn't mind blowing up planets. Um, hold on. What was that? Oh, that was my cat. <laughs> that was my cat. I thought it was my daughter. So when you have the biggest scumbag in the galaxy um, killing people on the street because they came running out like because they don't know who Darth Vader is and they, they, they try to stop him, whatever, and he just twitches his hand and, and snaps their neck. It feels weird. You know, I know we're supposed to feel kind of like a sympathy for Darth Vader, even though he's supposed to be the biggest scumbag in the galaxy, to see him um, kill quote-unquote innocent people. It just felt wrong. Once again, I, I, could, I totally understand him killing Imperial officers when they when they failed their plans and, and botched their plans and he can't get what he needs. And that's sort of his way of motivating, <laughs> you know, the Imperial uh, uh, troopers and shit like that. But to see him killing innocent people uh, was sort of... You know, and once again, Hayden Christians in this in the show. I mean, they have they show him, they flash back to him as Anakin. I think they did. I think they use a little bit of that de aging magic because. Um, and once again, I mean, they they know exactly how Hayden Christensen looked in the movies. We have tons of reference, so it's not like it's hard to make him look. And great, Hayden Christensen still looks relatively good. I mean, it's only been you know twenty years, and 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 I'm pretty sure he's taking care of himself. And and so, you know, they have scenes of him as. Anakin, Clone Wars era Anakin, and uh, he's in Darth Vader's suit. But once again, you know, let's keep in mind that like David Prowse, the original Darth Vader, was like six four, six five. You know, he was some like ridiculous. And Hayden Christensen's not that tall, so Darth Vader doesn't feel that as intimidating because he's not that tall. The the helmet looks off, if that makes any sense. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like. And once again, this whole show feels small. You know, when when in these movies it's the galaxy and they're flying to different planets and 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 they're on these giant starships and all this other stuff. And here it's like Obi Wan Kenobi is you know he's, he's a hidden man. He's a beaten he's a beaten warrior hiding and hiding and he works for like a a meat packing company or some shit like that where they're you know they're cutting up meat and he steals a little piece of meat so he can give it to his horse or whatever the fuck it is. You know, and I'm getting sick and tired of that trope anyway. You know, we saw it in The Last Jedi with Luke. We saw it in Book of Boba Fett with uh, Boba Fett, where it's sort of a character that we all loved. Where we saw them, I guess, in their prime. I mean, you know, we saw Obi Wan during the in the prequel movies. We saw Luke Skywalker 
obviously in the original trilogy, we saw Boba Fett in the original trilogy where they were badasses and, and, and they're getting shit done. And now they're like, they're old and they're beaten up and they're, they're world weary and all this shit. And it's sort of like, you know, I, I don't think, you know, how does a Jedi like fall out of the force? Like, oh, I haven't used the force in 10 years. Really? You haven't used the force in 10 years. You haven't needed the remote control from across the room and fucking <laughs> use the force to call it or whatever the case may be. I can understand maybe being rusty with like your, your, your lightsaber skills, but like to not say that you haven't used the force, like you haven't communed with nature. You haven't like meditated and used the force. I mean, I understand you're in hiding, but there's nothing wrong with like communing with the force unless, you know, someone's going to backdoor and say, oh, you know, he didn't commune with the force because if he did, you know, uh, Darth Vader would, you know, Darth Vader would sense it and then be able to find him. So he purposely wasn't communing with the force or some shit like that. So, um, you know, I was, I'm a little like, you know, when you see like old hero, grizzled, disgruntled hero, uh, being pulled out of retirement or whatever the case may be, cause you know, he was watching Luke and, but then they needed him to go get Leia. And that's another thing is like, once again, we have this giant fucking universe. They could have, they could have had him be with any character, anybody it doesn't have to be human. Could have been fucking, you know. <laughs> It could have been any fucking alien. I mean, just watch the Clone Wars. They had fun with that, and they had all different types of aliens from the backgrounds and shit like that. But no, it has to be Leia. And now he says, you know, oh, his name is Ben. They're like, oh, because isn't it? By the time we get to the Star Wars, you know, the first movie, like, um, he goes, in General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone Wars and all this other shit. And now she's just meeting a guy named Ben, and she doesn't put two and two together that, you know, that the Ben might be... Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't think he ever says his last name. I think that's like they got to get away with it. But like, you know, of all the people, he could have been protecting anybody, but they, you know, they had to bring in fucking Let It Be Leia, who's like, you know, I hate to use the word Mary Sue, but you know, she's a little girl who fucking could do everything. She knows how to work with machines. She knows how to work, you know, what in the last episode, she she knew how to hotwire the fucking shield doors and shit like that. And, and she's a diplomat and she respects droids and she's like this perfect little kid. And she's like fucking eight years old. I mean, you know, I don't, ah, they're, they're trying too hard to make her, like, this perfect, sympathetic character. But yet, you know, when Obi-Wan Kenobi's clearly the good guy and they're on a planet, she runs away from him because whatever, you know, for reasons, they need her to run away. You know, you know, obviously, you love droids, you love animals, you're sympathetic, you can't tell that here's a good guy that's just trying to save you, you know, and you're going to run away from him because, you know, he didn't buy you a pair of gloves or whatever the fuck happened in that scene. And, you know, then we finally get to... And they have the scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and, and Darth Vader confront each other. And, <laughs> you know, that was kind of cool where, like, uh, Darth Vader kind of drags Obi-Wan through the fire, sort of like, you know, but then, like, he uses the force and puts out the fire anyway. I don't know if it's trying to show that he has some humanity in him or some shit like that. I mean, once again, he just killed, two seconds ago, he just t- killed two innocent people who came running at him, snapping a father and son's neck just because he didn't want to have to hear their voices. Uh, but you know, he has, he has an ounce of sympathy for the guy that left him for dead on a fucking volcano planet. And, you know, and then once we get to episode four, once we get to the original Star Wars, Darth Vader's line to Obi-Wan was, Obi-Wan was, when last we were together, I was but a learner, but now I am the master. And that was to indicate, you know, that the last time they saw each other was when Obi-Wan left him on Mustafar, left him for dead. You know, it was sort of like this weird, uh, you know, you, you lose your brother, you know, your, your brother's lost. And, and I guess, yes, Obi-Wan left him for dead because, you know, his body seemed destroyed. His limbs were destroyed. He was, he was on fucking molten lava rocks or whatever, you know, 
why save him when you know he seemed to be in the dark side and, and irredeemable? And so now that line means nothing. Now, if this is the last time they see each other, it's you know though when the last we met, I dragged you through some, through some fire <laughs> that I put out. You're not a learner. Darth Vader's not a you know he goes I was but a learner, and and now that he's he's there, he's he's not a learner. He's He's a master. He's, he's, he's a Sith Lord, and he's been running shit in the galaxy for, you know, what is it, five years now? However, however many years it's been since the end of uh, Empire Strikes Back. You know, he's pretty fucking well established. It's not like, you know, he, he just got on the fucking helmet five days ago and he's still a learner. He's, he's a badass who apparently, you know, kills innocent people for running out into the street and snapping their necks. So, you know, I don't know. They're going to have to do a lot to redeem themselves in the next movie, in the next movie, excuse me, the next episode. I mean, it's a six episode series. Um, we had discussed this before the show. I think they're going, you had mentioned that uh, they may have, I think they've unofficially greenlit season two because Obi-Wan, the first, you know, uh, was the biggest premiere, biggest opening, highest rated uh, premiere or a new original show that they've had. That, so that includes Mandalorian, that includes Book of Boba Fett, um, and other shows that they've had. It's, it's their biggest premiere. So it only goes to reason that they're going to have a season two. And maybe they'll learn from this season's mistakes. Once again, it felt small. I mean, I understand, you know, they, they had, you know, they're trying to establish that it's the underground and underground has to do with the rebellion. And here's a small man who's, you know, was on a planet just keeping an eye on a kid like his job was supposed to do. And, you know, he's just trying to make his way through through the, through the world by working in a fucking cannery or whatever and, 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 and stealing meat to feed his horse or whatever. And I get that, but it's sort of like, you know, now we're going to have to have another season. And what, we're not going to have Darth Vader in that season? I mean, we're going, this is, you know, this is it's now Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. So they're going to see each other. They're going to meet each other. And hopefully they will retroactively fix that line where he says, I was but a learner. Because he's not a learner when you see him by this episode. He's a full-fledged Sith Lord who, you know, who, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks will fucking, you know, make the decision to blow up Alderaan just to get Leia. To, oh, not it's not. A, excuse me. Yeah, Leia in the show is like eight years old. By the time we see her in episode four, she's like twenty-one or some shit like that, or eighteen or something. She, I mean, she's young, but she's, you know, she's a young adult. So, I just, I wanted to like it. You know, they they announced, you know, they had um, they had this uh, Star Wars celebration coming up uh, last uh, well around what May the fourth we passed and and then May twenty seventh, which I think oh no the May twenty fifth was the forty fifth anniversary of the release of the official the original Star Wars nineteen seventy seven the year I was born like my birthday Star Wars came out about a month before I was born um I think they announced well I, I mean they, I think they were always talking about the Cassian Andor show Cassian Andor the character from Rogue One who I can give two shits about. They're really going to have to do something special for me to give a shit about that character. Um, the Ahsoka character, uh, which obviously, you know, uh, Rosario Dawson being my girlfriend. I mean, I know we're going to, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't, if we see Ahsoka and the show, but then again, once again with, but now everything's all, everything's all, everything's thrown out the window. I mean, maybe Ahsoka can see Darth Vader and it won't have to do with like, you know, it, it will, conf- you know, like, who gives a shit that Ahsoka well, saw Darth Vader in the Clone Wars cartoon or, or Rebels or one of those fucking cartoons where they met and it was supposed to be like, you know, she didn't, you know, 
Because once again, only the diehard, diehard, diehard fans watched like, or at least later seasons of Clone Wars and watched Rebels. And I'm a diehard fan and I didn't even watch Rebels. I saw like maybe the first two episodes and I just gave up on that shit. (laughs) I was going to say like, it's going to be, well, we were kind of talking about this. Like, it's going to be very interesting to see if they, if uh, she ends up showing up in Kenobi. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see how, how it goes. Cause obviously, you know. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, it, it would be stupid to be like, oh, by the way, we're not going to include this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, you've already done that in Rebels. You've already done that. I mean, you had her in Clone Wars. You would think that at some point Kenobi during this time and her would cross paths. It wouldn't really make sense now that you've done it like 50 different times in different iterations with other characters that you wouldn't do it with this character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I think the biggest thing that bothers me about the show is the whole fucking, <sighs> let's, Oh, we're going to, we're going to steal Leia, but we're not going to tell you why we thought that stealing Leia would bring Kenobi out. I'm sitting here thinking to myself like, okay, but there's no guarantee. Yes. Okay. He fine. He's friends with this Senator. I get it. But they haven't been seen together for ten years. Yeah. You, 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 this is ten years later, so you haven't. They haven't been seen together. Okay. What makes you think that all of a sudden now he's just gonna come out of nowhere and be like, "Oh, I gotta go save his his daughter." Yeah. Kidnap the fucking senator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I just. Well, even even the Inquisitor was like, "Why in the hell would you steal a senator's daughter?" Like <laughs> the head. What, what was it? Um. What's what's his title again? Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, there's Grand Inquisitor. There's like fifth brother, and then she's third sister. Yeah. But I don't think they ever explain like what you know if that like if the rankings like what numbers like one number's higher than the other or lesser or whatever you know. It was well, I mean, I mean, obviously you've seen all five episodes, so it's it's kind of getting weird because it's like, I mean, I don't spoilers, I guess. I mean, I don't know if I should spoil it yet because obviously. People are still watching it, and you know, by the time that we do put this podcast episode out, people are probably still watching it. But it's just weird to me what happens in episode five because I'm like, wait a minute, didn't what happened in episode? I think it was episode one. Didn't that happen? So how is it that that happened? And then number two, I'm kind of like, um, so well see i can't even say it because now now it's spoilers you know what i mean i'm like oh, fuck I, it, spoil I, it. anyone who, anyone who cares would have seen it by now okay so i don't understand like how the grand inquisitor the original grand inquisitor is alive and i can't understand like did they know this whole time that she was a youngling that didn't die by anakin's hand like he he, he stabbed her but he didn't kill her mm-hmm. so it was like so is it so we're, did you know this whole time that she was going to turn on him? Like, I just, it was just very weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now you're giving me like this other thing, even though, don't get me wrong, episode three, four, and five, progressively, they've gotten better and better and better for the series, which is great. Mm-hmm. But now I have more questions. Like, <laughs> so, and then episode five is indicating that, and I'm sure you got the same idea that what's about to happen in episode six. So now you're just sitting here going, okay. So now, so now Obi-Wan's got to, you know, take out what's her name at some point here. So it's like, oh God, here we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So it's just just so weird. And then it's, it's like it's, what it's, kills me is just you know, but then by the time we get to I mean by the time we get to the quote unquote, you know, original Star Wars episode four, now all these inquisitors are gone. You know, and it's like ugh. Well it's the same thing with Ahsoka. Like Ahsoka was gone, but mm-hmm. now we've kind of established her. See, I mean, Rebels kind of established the Inquisitors, mm-hmm. so I think that's why they, they use them in here. But what I would like to see them do is I would like to see and I think don't 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 quote me on this, but I think what's going to end up happening here is Darth Vader is going to get his own series mm-hmm. where which they would be stupid not to do that, um, where they're going to like show the Grand Inquisitors like why that all of a sudden came to be. Yeah, because if you remember, I mean, a lot of these fucking books that they had have been retconned. So mm. it's like can't use these fucking things for any information now. But <laughs> obviously, you know, they if you remember there were some of these books were saying like the emperor and it's a combination of Sith and Jedi that turned to the dark side because they didn't want to get killed. Mm-hmm. Um that um they used like they brought on board because they needed people to hunt down Jedi. Um, because obviously order 66 didn't take care of any, didn't take care of all of them. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this all comes about. I would, I would love for them to explore that. I don't even care if it's in the animated version either. You know what I mean? Just explore it. I mean, look, they got Hayden Christensen. They got James Earl Jones's voice. They can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, they can give us a whole Darth Vader just on the Death Star. Do it now mm-hmm. while you have him. And look, we had, uh, I mean, we had, what's his face? I mean, the Emperor was still around. I mean, shit, they had the Emperor and fucking uh, Return of the, whatever, the last Skywalker, whatever the fuck that last one was. <laughs> well, and <laughs> and know. that's another thing. Like, you know damn well that the Emperor is going to show up in here. That's definite. That's a that's a 99% sure kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. And he's still relatively point. young. Like, I mean, he's young enough, you know, the funny thing is that he plays an old man, but they could, they could you know, they could just throw a little makeup on him and they could have him. And they show us so you can you can have an Emperor Vader show if you want it, but then again, so like you know, let it, I want it to be about the Emperor and Vader and not about fucking Third Sister. <laughs> you know, it's just you know, it's again all Obi Wan. I want to see a show about Obi Wan. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I honestly I like where they're going with it. I just don't. I think they could have. And you can tell, like I was saying to you too, I think the episode one and episode two was clearly the pilot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, I think if the rumors are true, which we'll probably find out after episode six, obviously, um, that there's already a second season planned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really want to see what they're going to do and how they're going to clean up a little bit of some of this stuff because. You know, I think what they're trying to do, Chris, what it seems like they're trying to do, and maybe you maybe you'll agree with me on this, maybe you won't, but I think what they're trying to to do is establish Kenobi in a way so that he is that Jedi that you see that number one faces Darth Maul again in Rebels. Um I don't know if you remember that episode. Um but not just that, he he also faces um Darth Vader, obviously in episode four there. Um, where he's actually good at what he's doing and he's not like, uh, PTSD and everything. So and, and I I kinda get what they're trying to do because 
I mean, there's this there's this huge gap of years in between where you know Kenobi did what he did to Anakin, and then you know where he meets him again on the Death Star. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to tell a story of hey, you got this guy who feels really bad about what happened. And, you know, it's kind of hard. It was kind of hard to establish that, too, by the way, because obviously when Kenobi went at the end of episode three, Kenobi really didn't give any indication that he was suffering from any PTSD or anything. Um, He was more like it was more about the mission of making sure Luke was okay and protecting him. I think he would agree with that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a little like, it's a little like, okay, yeah, maybe you didn't need to tell this story, but at the same time, yeah, this is, if, if you're going to tell this story, this is the way I want it to go. I would have probably done this a little bit differently just because of, you know, how it's been told so far, mm-hmm. but I get what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just hope they kind of answer some of these questions. Um, they're already talking about taking, um, I can't remember what her name is in the series, but um, making her into a, a series, which is great. I think that would be awesome. Um, do it a little bit better. Um, also, don't do these. I hate, I don't know why, what, what, what Disney's obsession with these TV series, quote unquote TV series, their obsession with only doing six episodes mm-hmm. for a season I have no idea what their fucking obsession is. Can you at least do what anime does and do 12? Like, put your, put the story, like, I mean, you don't even have to do 12. You could do 10. You could do 8, you know? Mm-hmm. Give us a little bit more, some breathing room. Give us some more context. Give us some more information. Because I think if they did that, the series would actually be a lot better. I mean, this episode was, was, yeah, I, 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 I was I was um, very happy with this episode. <laughs> I was very happy with Darth Vader too, by the way. Like I think a lot of people are going, "Whoa, Disney knows how to treat Darth Vader at this point." Mm-hmm. And I think you would agree with that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. after seeing this episode, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't tell me that that one scene where he crushes the fucking ship, basically. Okay, that was pretty badass. But then again, that's that sort was of fucking like, badass. But they they stole that from the video game. You know, what I'm saying they stole that from The Force Unleashed. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You never saw that in a live action thing. But yeah, this was okay. You never tech, saw it's, it's not canon anymore because I don't think those I don't think those games were part of the um like you know when Disney when Disney bought all the no. stuff they said you know such yeah. this is this is canon that is canon. So like it was only like what the, the movies, the Clone Wars, and I forgot something else. It was like one other thing. So stuff like the Force Unleashed was is now was officially not a canon anymore. Some of the some of the some of the games are kind of canon, but they're not. It's it's very it's very weird. Yeah, I, I was like, like if, had I never saw that before, like you know, like had I not seen it in the game, my yeah. mind would have been fucking blown. Like I would have been like, oh my god. But seeing that it kind of, and what's maybe this part of the problem being a super fan is that, you know, seeing that I've seen that already, I'm like, ah, you know, it's sort of. But I was excited to see that. I was like, oh man, that is, that's awesome. It's cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to see, dude. Like I, I didn't, I, you know, it, it's, it, it lends. So like with everything they've said, like, because obviously the, the comics out there are canon, mm-hmm. um, 
so you, you saw some of that in the comics. So it's mm-hmm. like to see it in the live action version, that's awesome to me. Same thing with like like I was saying, Ahsoka. Ahsoka all of a sudden shows up in Kenobi. To me, awesome, great. I'm 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 on board, great because it makes sense. But it also ties up loose ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're introducing a character, and you're saying that this character is canon. Why in the fuck would you not introduce this live action? Introduce it in live action. I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Like I was saying, you're going to see the Emperor. That one is 99.9% probably going to happen at some point. I don't think he'll interact with Kenobi, mm-hmm. but you'll definitely see him and Darth Vader interact, I, I would I would say. Yeah. Um, uh, and can we also just a fucking good, I mean, not to cut you off, but can we, like, can we also address the fact that Vader is doing all this shit, he's using troopers and ships and all this shit, and it's like, dude, you're supposed to be doing Empire shit. <laughs> like, like, I'm pretty sure... He should. He's supposed to be doing other things for for the empire, you know, doing whatever shit, bad shit they do. And he's he's spending a lot of time and money and resources <laughs> on his own personal vendetta, you know. Like but, I, I would love to see the. I would love to see at the very end, like the emperor, like you're fucking wasting your time. <laughs> you spent how but, much on a but ship? See, but see, I could. But see, you're a huge Star Wars fan, and you know for a fact the emperor would be like, yeah, go fucking kill him. Because that right there is the biggest threat to the Empire is Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, obviously, Vader's not thinking that way. Vader's thinking, oh, you fucking cut my legs off in my arms, and then I got set on fire by the lava. Yeah, I want to fucking kill you. Um, the one thing that I do find interesting, and, they, they, and Hayden Christensen was kind of hinting this in interviews, but he didn't really outright say it, was that Vader kind of doesn't go full blown on Kenobi because he sees that Kenobi isn't 100% and he wants Kenobi at 100%. He doesn't want Kenobi at whatever percent he is now. The one thing that I do see, though, that I I see that they're doing in the background is they're making Kenobi stronger. I don't know if you've seen that, but like as the episodes have gone on, that PTSD kind of like um, that PTSD thing that he's going through is kind of fading away slowly and he's becoming more and more like the Jedi he was before. Yeah. He's shaking off the rust, which is he's of... starting to shake it off. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, you, you saw when he pushed her away, like yeah. that was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Kenobi's uh, getting back here. Um, and then, you know, not just that, but then you got, um, what else was I going to say? You, you got him like, the the fight scene between him and him and Anakin, uh, not the it's not a fight scene, but it's them training. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was was nice to see too as well because it added like this element of you know okay again here's Vader. Vader could easily crush Kenobi right at this point. I mean he fucking just brought down a fucking ship and ripped it open. Like obviously this dude could fuck up Kenobi if he wanted to right now in his weakened state and he hasn't done shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you're sitting there going, okay, what, what are, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? By the way, if we are going to do a season two, are we going to continue with Darth Vader or are we going to do some other things? You know, I, I actually was hoping that at that, in that episode, like they were going to come face to face again. Mm-hmm. And he was going to kind of try to, like, fuck with him a little bit in the sense of, like, you know, being like, hey, 
you know, you can't like, you're not going to kill me, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're doing some kind of fucking shit to him to, to whatever, not what happened. But there again, I didn't really expect her to be like, oh yeah, I'm trying to hunt him down kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what episode six has to offer. Yeah. I mean, I came this far. I guess I have to watch it. <laughs> yes, you do. Hey, listen, listen. It's not Boba Fett. It's not Boba Fett. Yeah. I mean, Boba Fett was a letdown. So. Yeah. Yes. And you know, hey, hey. At least, at least in those series coming up, at least you'll probably get some more Luke in there a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, like Boba. I mean, look, Boba Fett. Yes, okay, was a bit of a letdown. But then again, I wasn't one of those guys that like sucked Boba Fett's dick. Like, there's yeah. some guys, you couldn't tell them anything about Boba Fett. And I wasn't one of those guys. So I kind of watched it sort of like, okay, just show me what you got. And, you know, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. I was just like, you know, this guy all of a sudden, well, you know, a couple of years ago was the baddest son of a bitch in the fucking galaxy. And now mm-hmm. he's, like, reserved on just trying to take care of this one fucking town for some reason. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know why they felt the need to bring Boba Fett back. Like, I, I felt like that was just like... He spent his whole life being a fucking bounty hunter, and then, then, like, all of a sudden he wants to be fucking, you know. Well, not even that. Like, he was dead. Why did you bring him back to life? Like, people want people want to fucking pay to see it. <laughs> that's why they that, brought him that's back. That's true. I mean, but that's true. Do but something like, with it. Don't fucking make him like, oh, you know, it's time to know. settle down. Or some I don't shit. know. I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I just thought that was stupid. And it's like he had this big I hard mean, on for Jabba, and it's like but Jabba didn't do anything wrong. Jabba was always... He was Jabba was his boss. Okay, fine. He didn't really do anything. But then again, what? Oh, Jabba didn't go help him after he fell in the pit. Dude, fucking Jabba just killed himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like Jabba left him for dead. Jabba was too busy getting choked out. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, I can understand if like, if he had a vengeance against Jabba, so he's sort of like, I'm gonna take over the old, uh, I'm gonna take over the the old uh, stomping grounds because Jabba did me dirty. And that's, that wasn't the case. Jabba hired you, and it was your fault for sticking around the fucking the the, the Jabba's palace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, you're you're completely right. I just at the end of the day, I'm kind of just like, did you really need to do that? Like, I mean, Kenobi. Yeah, I think there was a little story there to be told. Again, I probably would have told it in a different way, but you know, I, I I really have been enjoying like I've been enjoying the whole series. I just I can see where like some people are like this story should be a little bit better, but I you know. I think that if they if they didn't use those first two episodes and they redid them, mm-hmm. like sometimes they do, they'll have a pilot, but sometimes they'll redo it. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had redone it, I think it, this would have been this would definitely get an A plus from me. Right now, it's kind of like eh, it's it's not bad, but it's not excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this last episode was mm, Chef's kiss. <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> like anytime Vader like does that kind of shit, I'm like, all right. I, I'm. Yeah, we need a I'm, Vader I'm, that I'm, can pull down fucking starships. Yes, fuck yes. <laughs> More of that. Dude, I'm, I'm. I love that. That was great. That was wonderful. I like. You know what else I like too? Speaking of the Force, mm-hmm. did you notice when he was fighting her? Like all he did for most of that fight was use the Force. I'm just like. Yeah. That's a fucking side you haven't seen from Vader either. Like yes, you've seen him use the Force to choke people. You've seen him. I mean, in video games, to what you were saying bring down a, a ship and destroy it. But you haven't seen him do that. You haven't fucking seen him sit there and go, oh, I'm blocking your lightsaber with the force. 
I'm blocking your moves with the force. I'm like, whoa, where did Mr. Zen Master come from? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that's some Luke Skywalker shit going on right there. Like, oh, okay. All right. No, no, no. That's not Luke Skywalker shit. That's some Yoda shit right there. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that what is, for years nerds have been saying, like, you know, if you're going to use, if you have the force, why wouldn't you use it in battle? Why wouldn't you just, you know, block people's shit with a flick of your wrist, you know? You know you, you know what that means, though? You have to admit that probably Anakin turning to the dark side, ironically, probably made him the Jedi Master that he should have been. And if he wasn't evil, he probably actually would be a Jedi Master right now because of everything that he's learned. Mm-hmm. That's that's the fucked up part about this. Not <laughs> like, from a Jedi. Yeah. Where can and, I learn and, this? Not from a Jedi. <laughs> and that's and you know it's another thing too. Like I don't think I don't think I've ever seen Vader like use the the Force lightning before. Like I don't even think he uses it in the comics. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's so interesting because you're like sitting there thinking to yourself like the Sith are using all these other Force stuff while Anakin is really technically only using Jedi force tricks mm-hmm. other than like choking somebody. You know what I mean? So you're sitting there thinking to yourself like, wow, maybe this dude has just been a Jedi all along, but he's just been, you know, he's just been corrupted. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I mean, maybe, I'm sorry. I just got beat there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very interested to see what happens in episode six. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're not, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, I mean, obviously I had a bunch of other stuff in the nerdy news. Let's just rapid fire it real quick. Multiverse of Madness. Great fucking flick. Very Sam Raimi. Um, you know, we won't get into the into the big long short of it, but, you know, yeah, I, I like Doctor Strange. I like Sam Raimi. Um, you know, it was an excellent combination. You know, I, you know, it's good to see Raimi back. Uh, making superhero movies and stuff like that. I don't think this will be the last time we see him. Why does he? Why does he have to do Patrick Stewart dirty like that? Come on now. <laughs> well, I mean, that was so rude. That was so bad. <laughs> you have to show how how badass uh, the Scarlet Witch is, you know. And over, that's right. Yeah, I mean, we never. I'm not even going to get into the whole, uh, you know, well, we had Dorit Richards by played by uh, John Krasinski and had, uh, oh, and and the guy and by the way, humans. speaking of that. Speaking of that, don't don't let's not play this game of oh we're gonna pick a different person to play the the lead in Fantastic Four. You establish that motherfucker. He better be in the fucking movie or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I think I'm getting I, sick of this shit. I think it got a positive enough response that they'd yeah. be foolish to do anything else. And then I think I think John Krasinski's all up for it. So you know Disney likes money. John Krasinski doesn't seem to have a problem with it. So I think we're definitely gonna see um, him come back in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I mean, there's so much that happened in the movie, but it's uh, fresh in my mind. But I really dug it. I mean, between that and uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, I mean, they're just two great fucking flicks. Um, why? Well, I saw Morbius, but I didn't go to the theaters to see Morbius. <laughs> and in all fairness, it wasn't even like I'm shaking I, my head. At you. I was on a site where they basically just gave the link out. <laughs> Like the funny thing is, I didn't seek out Morbius. I just happened to come across a link where, like, oh, if anyone wants to see it, here it is. <laughs> and so Ooh. I watched it. Oh boy, sorry. Um, okay then. Yeah. And I watched it, and, and like, if Morbius came out in 1995, like if Morbius came out before Blade, let's just put it like that, people would have loved Morbius. 
but we've seen so many more better movies that like you know by today's standards it's trash once again had people had it had that come out in 1996 people would fucking be sucking that movie's dick but it's just, it's just trash um let me see uh while we're still talking about uh superhero movies or superhero marvel stuff uh miss marvel they saw the episode two today is the same day they released the, the, the fifth episode of obi-wan I really liked the pilot. I really liked the first episode. Um, the second episode, not so much, you know. And I know they're really trying to sh- like have the representation. And once again, this I'm, I don't want this to come off like I'm the guy like, oh, you know, they're trying to make Disney woke or anything like that. But I'm just saying is that like this episode was very Muslim heavy, <laughs> and it's sort of like you're you're kind of you're you're hitting us over the head way too much to show like, oh. Muslims aren't bad, and they're they they do this, and they 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 go to gatherings like everybody else does. And they love their family just like everybody else does, and you know here are the gossiping aunts, and here's the you know here's the people that you know, that they they're no fun altogether. And then you got the kids that all are on Instagram, and they're kind of hanging out together, and like you know like oh they're just like you and us, and and I get that, and maybe it's, maybe it's it's not for me because I'm I'm already like I'm not a bigot or anything like that. I think maybe it's trying to just reach the people that don't know muslims on a daily basis mm. and 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 trying to like uh kind of say like hey you know they're not you know not every fucking muslims al-qaeda and wants to kill america there are people there are plenty of muslims in this country just trying to live their lives and and you know the same way you go to church they just go to mosque and and they're good people so i mean i get what they're trying to do but this last episode the second episode was just like oh my god enough <laughs> enough with this uh you know but it's a good show i mean it's very lighthearted. i mean the same way that like you know like we have heist movies uh, Multiverse of Madness was sort of like horror movie. You have uh, spy movies. You know the Marvel. You know they 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 switch things up. So this is the teenager show. This is the the you know the ABC Family. Uh, you know the WB Kids show. You know this is you know like you know if, if WB and, and Marvel you know were not competitors. I mean that would this would be a show you'd see on WB WB back in the day. You know it's it's for teenagers. And it has superhero stuff, but it's not like it's not super duper actiony, you know, stuff like that. So it's cute and it's fun, and I enjoyed it. You know, it's getting a little too much hate, and but I, I you know, I enjoyed it. Um, staying with superheroes, uh, the Black Adam trailer came out with The Rock. Looks pretty fucking good. Um, you know, the all once again, all technically, this is all still part of the that DCEU. Um, I mean, I don't think it's official, but I mean, I think you know. Um, so, you know, uh, you, I think you had mentioned earlier, you know, they want to bring back Henry Cavill. I mean, there's still that shakeup right now with DC on, on what they're going to do since it got bought out by Discovery. So we don't know what the fuck they're going to do, but you know, we still have Aquaman 2 that's going to come out, whether it has, oh, whether it has Amber Heard or not. Um, we still have the Flash movie, whether it's going to have Ezra Miller's The Flash or, 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 uh, the guy from the TV show. But, you know, I don't, I could give two shits about The Flash right now. I just want to see Michael Keaton come back as batman um so we have those movies down the pipe so you know uh uh, maybe dc won't uh, you know and i'm pretty sure eventually we're gonna get like a peacemaker season two and um so you know i I don't think these you know the the universe isn't dead yet um hopefully they can bring it back and maybe with new guidance under discovery maybe bring back the universe and give us something that we want to see and especially since uh, Black Adam's introducing a bunch of characters. I mean, you have Dr. Fate and uh, Adam Smasher and a couple other characters. So um, Hawkman and shit like that. So I think, you know, if they're smart, they'll let this, uh, you know, they'll let it exist. 
Um, okay, and in DC, but not the DCEU, they announced uh, the Joker 2. Uh, so Joaquin Phoenix is coming back to Joker 2. Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn, which I don't hate that idea. I mean, I didn't exactly like the, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. I mean, I get it. Uh, but, you know, people watch that movie like it's the fucking greatest movie ever made. I'm not one of those people. Uh, bringing Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn is interesting. I definitely see it, um, you know. And uh, they said this one's going to be a musical, which is sort of weird because, like, very. who the hell makes a, a musical? Like, if the first if part one isn't a musical, <laughs> unless it's sort of one of those things where, like, it's technically a musical for us, the audience, but, like, maybe each musical number is a hallucination. Or some shit like that. Like, it's not happening in real life, but it's still a musical. You know, it's all sort of weird, you know, delusional episodes that the Joker and Harley are having. And then they had a... They announced the name. It's something in French, but it's sort of... It's referring to, like, mass hysteria. Where, like, everybody everybody's a little crazy. You know, so maybe, you know, the whole world has gone crazy and we see musical numbers that aren't really happening. Or some shit like that. Um, what else? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just really tired. Uh, Rob, they had, they showed a quick teaser of Rob Zombie's The Munsters. You know, I, I, I liked Rob Zombie. He made one good movie. Uh, I'm not exactly super enthused about his Munsters, uh, you know, and then they kind of did the intro of the show. I don't remember the intro of the show where they're all like walking out of the door out onto the porch, but it looks weird because, you know, that was on old school TVs that had the old school dimensions. Now to see it on a widescreen where there are these two big empty spaces on the sides of the screen that aren't really like they didn't fill it up with anything or just like, Oh, it's just the side of the house or whatever. So like, I get what he's doing. I mean, obviously, you know, it was, it's almost like a joke now where he casted his wife in the, one of the starring roles as Lily Munster, you know, uh, you know, Rob Zombie likes to put his wife as a star in all his movies pretty much. So, you know, I mean, will I see it on streaming? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go to the theater to see it. Uh, they had a, a quick, uh, not even if you want to call it a teaser, just, uh, they had one for the, uh, on the flip side of the monsters, the Adams family, directed by uh, Tim Burton, that's going to be on Netflix. I think it's just going to be called. Uh, sorry, it's just, I think it's just called Wednesday, where it's like about a grown-up Wednesday and stuff like that. And looks interesting. I mean, I like Luis Guzman. He's playing Gomez, and you know, even though he's like this fat guy, but hey, Luis Guzman is from my neighborhood and shit like that. So I gotta, I gotta show him some respect. Um, uh, what do we got here? Top Gun Maverick. Didn't see it. Don't really care. But it's getting good reviews. Uh, Rescue Rangers on, on, on Disney+. Plus. Did you see Rescue Rangers? I did not, no. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking funny. And and, and it's it's basically Who Framed Roger Rabbit Part 2. And and, oh. and and it even has Roger Rabbit in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, 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 you know, I think, well, I mean, obviously they didn't have, um, they didn't have Warner Brothers characters. Like, they don't have Bugs Bunny or anything like that. But, you know, they had Disney characters, but they had like they had like South Park characters. They had you know Sonic, you know from the movie and shit. Like you know they had all these other they had uh, like you know like there's Shrek jokes in it and shit like that. So you know so it's sort of weird that like it's as if all these the same way Roger Rabbit was sort of like the cartoons, but like in the 40s and the 30s, it's 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 the same universe because it has Roger Rabbit in it, but it's like if if that universe evolved into the world today, you know so and so. And they go, oh, but it's not a sequel to Roger Rabbit, but it just pretty much is. Uh, <laughs> um, the George Carlin documentary, George Carlin's American Dream, that was on HBO Max. And uh, when George Carlin tells his joke about abortion, where like people that you know they they're against abortion, 
but they don't want to support any kids like that are preschool. So he's like, if you're pre preborn, you're okay. But if you're preschool, you're fucked. Then you see my big giant head in the background. So I made it into the documentary. <laughs> you could technically see my head. So I'm in a Judd Apatow film because George Judd Apatow uh, made the documentary, directed it or whatever. Um, the Pentaveret, also on Netflix from uh, Mike Myers, and it's sort of like. He makes a joke about the Pentaveret in that movie from the 90s, uh, So I Married Him, Axe Murderer. So it's sort of weird that he actually made the movie based on like this one throwaway joke that was in that movie. Uh, it's very much Austin Powers. I mean, if you like the Austin Powers movies, you're going to like the Pentaveret. It's him playing a million different characters. Very, very childish potty humor. But it's like, it, it wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you have an afternoon, we can watch it because it's, it's not... It's stupid, but it's funny. But, you know, you don't take it seriously. You just watch it like bubblegum. Um, they released the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Looks good. I trust Ta- Taika Waititi. You know, he makes good movies. So, you know, now we have Natalie Portman as Thor, you know, and what we're going to do with that. And last in my notes is um, a comic book creator, George Perez, passed away. One of the co-creators of... Um, the Teen Titans, and he worked. He worked on the Infinity Gauntlet saga uh, back in Marvel. You know, so like you know, like, he worked on, I believe, Crisis on Infinite Earths. So like, it's funny, like you know, two of the big giant crossover um, uh, epics. You know, one at DC, one at Marvel. George Perez had uh, had had a large part in both of those. So um, you know, died of what I believe pancreatic cancer, and then. You know, pancreatic cancer is one of those things that you just, you know, once you get it, you, there's no such thing as coming back. You know, you get it and basically you just know you're going to die. He refused treatment because he's basically said, you know, why get an extra couple of months out of my life if I'm going to be sitting in hospitals all day getting filled with dangerous chemicals? I'll just, you know, let the cancer take me when the cancer takes me and I'll see as many fans as I can before I die. And that's a pretty graceful way to die. So I respect him for that and he, I respect his contributions. And not to mention that the guy's name is George Perez. I mean, he's, he was a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, I believe. So, you know, especially in a time in comics where you didn't hear too many Spanish names, you know, the, you know, uh, you know, he, he came up in the, in the late seventies, early eighties, you know, there were, there were not very much minorities in, in the business in general. And not to mention that he worked on two giant crossover events. So, you know, He's a pioneer, and I respect him for that. And of course, you know, I got a special place in my heart with for the Teen Titans, and you know, name my daughter Raven for Christ's sake. So, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace. And I mean, there's, there was a bunch of other deaths, but I don't even want to get into that. And you know, <laughs> I don't even want to get into the whole, uh, uh, the whole, all the links and stuff like that. I'll, I'll record that later. Uh, so let's wrap this up. That's, That's what she said. said. Um, I'll put in the part where I sell all the links here and we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to two strangers on podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping for a new job. Yes.